Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What is up, weirdos? Uh, another great episode. Hampton Yunt came in, made it weird, made it incredibly weird, uh, incredibly thoughtful, incredibly smooth. Dare I say smooth. Uh, those of you who have been listening to the recent episodes know this already, but I'm thrilled to announce that we are doing a talk show, televised television pilot, uh, being produced by Conan O'Brien, uh, which is amazing for TBS. Uh, it's called The Midnight Show with Pete Holmes. It's going to have elements of this podcast. It's going to have elements of, uh, of the sketches I've done, of the stand-up I've done. It's going to be everything that's kind of a... Pete Holmesy, dare I say, in one place. Dare I say, I said it. Pete Holmesy. That was just said. I apologize. So if you want to come, we really need to get lots of weirdos in the audience. We've got to get a great crowd. I feel like that is the uh, the last factor we can prepare, and everything that we're coming up with so far, I'm really thrilled with. But we've got to have a great audience to show it to. So please come out. It's August 21st and 23rd. One show on Tuesday, two shows on Thursday. To get tickets, they're free. TeamCoco.com slash Pete Holmes. That's all you got to do. It'll have the instructions there for the midnight show. Uh, come to Burbank. It's outside or part of Los Angeles. Still not sure. Hope you can make it. Couldn't be more excited. Dream come true. Be, come, come, be a part of a, come be a part of the dream, dare I say. I've already said dare I say so much, and we haven't even started the episode. Regular plugs. You made it weird.com. Uh, you can buy t-shirts. If you're nasty, there's a donate button, which is great because Katie threw a boomerang yesterday and it hasn't returned. She's been feeling very empty and shallow about that. So we'd really like to get her a Carvel ice cream cake to soothe the non-returning boomerang woe. So go to youmadeitweird.com. Donate if you're nasty. Uh, Facebook.com, regular slash youmadeitweird. Post some favorite moments. Love seeing those. Try to interact with as much of them as I can, as many of them. And here are the tour dates. I'm only going to say the cities because uh, I just did these for the Andy Haynes episode. Uh, But here we go. Uh, Thanks to everybody that came out to Cleveland, first of all. I'm going to be at Outside Lands in San Francisco. That's August 11th through 12th. We're doing a live You Made It Weird on the 12th. Let's get some San Francisco weirdos out there. It's the first live You Made It Weird we've done out there. I think it's going to be great. Going to get some great guests. So that is this weekend, August 11th and 12th. Live You Made It Weird on the 12th. Uh, Then I'm going to Arizona, September 6th through 8th, September 13th, St. Louis for one night, September 14th through 15th, Chicago, September 24th through 30th, going to Toronto for Just for Laughs, October 11th and 13th, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, October 14th, I'm going to Minneapolis, one night, November 16th, the High Watt in Nashville for one night, November 24th, the Paradise in Boston for one night, December 5th through 8th. Helium in Portland, December 21st, Gramercy Theater in New York City. Please come out. All of those dates are going to be on PeteHolmes.com. They already are. Email the show, weird at nerdist.com. And this episode is brought to you happily by my friend, friend, my friend, Kurt Brownoller's show, Bunk. It's on IFC. Support it. It's great. I love it. I love Kurt. Love the show. It's every Friday at 1030 on IFC following Comedy Bang Bang, also hosted by our friend Scott Ackerman. Uh, it's where comedians come to play. Check it out. Bunk. Improv comics play for inane prizes and non-charitable causes. Comics are armed with nothing but their wit. It's like an improv game show. At least that's how I describe it. That's not how I've been told to describe it. Crazy categories like whose crotch is hotter, shame that puppy, give that bitch some arms, unstamp the tramp. Challenges include make up some songs on the spot, completing drawings, creating sculptures, special appearances by modern dancers, puppets, babies, gospel singers, and more. All hosted by our friend Kurt Brownoler. It's spelled so differently than you pronounce it. Don't be confused by that. Watch Bunk. 
every Friday, 10.30 on IFC, following Comedy Bang Bang, which you should also check out. Okay, guys, awesome episode. Hampton was great. Get into it. Remain crispy. Hope to see you at the taping. Okay, did I did I plug the taping enough? Okay. You are recording? I keep hearing that on the podcast. What, you kind of like you kind of like berating people for like fuck. You know, <laughs> like save it, save it for us for recording. Well, you know me, Hammy Yone. Technically, you don't. <laughs> we don't know anything about each other. I thought it was a little. Uh, these are mine. Sorry. You brought your own earphones. I was listening to one of your podcasts before. Which one? Well, I've listened to a bunch, of course. I've oh, I didn't know that. But I was listening to the Gerard one because it just went. Yeah. Out. And I was interested. And it was really, really good. It was a real uh, game changer for me. <laughs> Does this need to be plugged in? No, that's for next That's for what now? It's like another mic. I've always... I've never... I've always dreamt of another mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a woman breaking up with a guy named Mike. I've been dreaming of another, another mic. Another mic. And he just doesn't get it because he's involved his business as microphones. And he's just like, yeah, me too. I mean, that's what would really get us stable and then we wouldn't fight over money as much. <laughs> Big problem. They say that relationships fall apart because of money and religion. Sex. Money and sex. Oh, I heard money and religion. No. I mean, I'm not trying to fight you, but I always heard money. Sounds and, like and you the are. Reason, <laughs> and the reason I think religion is kind of weird one, because it's like, that only becomes a problem when you have kids. And then it's a question of how do you raise them. Mm-hmm. But you know the person's religion going in. I mean, do you? You've never, have, you, have you never been in a, in a relationship where like, mm-hmm. no? No, 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 I'm listening. I'm, I was <laughs> I was like, I was. I literally had to make a noise like relationships. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. let's go back. I've been in relationships where actually a majority of my relationships. Here's what happens on an arc. Uh, I don't care what their religious beliefs are, mm-hmm. and typically they're not very. You just spiritual. care about that puss. I just want that sweet <laughs> puss. Let me in that downstairs cathedral because I'm on my knees. I'm about to paint your sister's shampoo <laughs> with white paint. And it's me fingering you, and you're in a cloud instead of God and Adam. I call fucking cock fingering because oh, I'm fingering you with my cock. That's great. That's disgusting. That's fantastic. I'm just I I, uh, I tweeted this, so forgive me, but I thought a funny thing to say once you begin sex is to go, "You're the recipient of the 2012 This Dick Award." <laughs> Silly, you know. <laughs> Keep them guessing. I like a good uh, a good laugh during intercourse. That's, it's been a while oh, dude, since I've laughed. That's actually sex. like I will literally pull the person off of me and be like, "We're done." What do you mean? If like a joke happens, oh, then you don't like it anymore. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, give me an example of a joke. Are they like you stink? Then you're no, like, this if is the over. person just has like a, a thought that's like. What do they do unrelated. in bits? Talking? Oh, no, really? no, no! Just like, just a totally unrelated, you know. So but, not even necessarily a joke, but just like yeah, you can tell they're like, not yeah, into it. it. Could, but like, you know, certainly people have funny thoughts, you know. So it's like kind of a joke to them, be like, you know who I saw today? I'm like, yeah. we're at <laughs> that happened all the time. In my, in my, in my experience, in my experience was no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm enjoying <laughs> Don't and worry. celebrating. I find it hysterical in retrospect, but at the time, it's very like, oh, but you know, kind of going back, because there was something interesting, cause, and the reason kind of went, hmm, yeah. it was like, you know, maybe not religion, but certainly somebody has like revealed something that they believe in yes that i had no idea like that they hammy. didn't like gay people hammy and that's like whoa okay had, did that happen 
yeah, this is my first serious girlfriend in high school. And it was like, we're done. And it was like a year and a yeah, half into it. And you then find she a deal like, breaker. She was like, I just think what they do is disgusting and <gasps> sick. And it was like. Was she saying it from her heart or sometimes you hear that hate Well, it was recital. passed on from her parents. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, high school. Recital. You know. And I, I was that. I was really into my new atheism. So it was oh, like, really? So it was like, we're done. You know? uh, yeah. Interesting. I had a girlfriend tell me that uh, she thought she might have been abducted <laughs> when she was a child. Not by aliens, but uh, by like uh, a rapist, and you just don't take her seriously. Uh, whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> go read Communion, freak. Uh, like, no, oh, seriously, had a gun. No, by space. A ray gun. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Ray, so I guess. <laughs> Ray's gun. Ray's gun. It's not a Ray gun, it's no, Ray's gun. I was abducted and he had Ray's gun. <laughs> 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 He's just like, a <laughs> But wait, she thought she was like abducted? Yeah, so, well, she kept she serious. kept it pretty vague. She was like, I disappeared. Or she was, I, oh, boy. What was it? It was like I woke up and I had this perfect scar. Like a scratch on her leg, and and then everybody was like, "Look at it!" And then it disappeared, and it was like, "Sounds that's kind of an idiot." Sounds like anything. You know what? I'm not doing well. What her side of things? I I, I bet if she was here, she would be like, "Bullshit!" I know you're much more understanding to other people's point of view when they're present. Oh yeah, I I would yield immediately and go. It sounds like you were abducted. You know (laughs) what I mean? Sounds interesting. But I remember at the time, there's a specific type of black fog, like a smoke bomb, that's of dread that's released in your body when you you learn something that you hate. What did you think I meant? Just like there's a literal black fog smoke bomb that like the government has. Ah, That's how they have their reverso gay bomb. Oh, a reverso gay bomb. Reverso. The government is that silly about it. They'd call it the reverso. We, why are they kind of trying? They're trying to revert gay people. That actually was a real. Uh, that is a real. That was a real thing. That is a real thing. Currently, they're still trying to. Like, well, what do we mean by real thing? I mean, I mean, like it's there re- was. I think they were trying to develop technology to like who the government. The government. The government <laughs> yes, was trying the to govern. They. I knew the church. Is still trying to recover <laughs> recover the gays. That's through shouting. What's that? That's through like shouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not any technology. Quit it! <laughs> I love a, a clear... Actually, I don't. It breaks my heart very deeply when you see the deeply, deeply gay yeah. uh, pastor or something. Yeah. It's just like... Of co- it's like his thing. Every other Sunday, it's his topic. And you're like, <laughs> fucking stop yeah, it, uh, Keith. You got, I, I got to stop picking I've a tried to do game. a joke about like... They say it's really hard for you to come out to your friends and family and tell them that you're gay, but I, I contest that it's far harder to tell your friend that he's gay. Ah, that's <laughs> you know, funny. like to be like figure it out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I haven't figured it out specifically, but I know the angle is true. Right to comedy, and it's like it's just yeah. We've all had that. Like, dude, well, figure I'm, it out. I'm doing a bit like that, and and I love doing it. It's it's about that's why I started mine. I'm trying to <laughs> you're trying to do my bit. <laughs> I'm not the only one that does that bit. I have friends that have so that, that topic is, uh, oh, really? is, I think, okay for more than one person to go at because it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty universal experience. I think where you have the friend who you're like, mm, no judgment. I want to be <laughs> yeah, very clear yeah, about yeah. this, and, well, I, and I say it's that a in concern the bit. for them. It's you're a like, concern. I want you to 
start your life. Yeah. You know, and the further you go down this, man, you're going to get married. You're yeah. going to marry somebody you yeah. don't want. Yeah. Uh, you know, get, then, have a kid. You can be in the closet a long time. Typically, you think closet and then like in their 30s, you're out of school, go to Miami, have a few mojitos. <laughs> and then you're like, I think I love Capri pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's like, they, that's the traditional gay. gay trajectory. I still hate man on man love, but <laughs> <laughs> Capri pants. Gay enough. The community accepts him. He's on the cover of the advocate, <laughs> the town gay, uh, <laughs> the town t o w n e town gay g a y e. But uh, what the the real truth is that it can go much deeper into life. There are people that I know that have uh, their parents be uh, came out as gay in their fifties. In their both parents? No, no, no. Like a parent. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's like. I, I, I mean, double parents would be like, whoa. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually did. That was my thought, too. I was like, rad. <laughs> Radical. So you guys have been faking each other. <laughs> like, they're, like they're pulling skateboard moves while doing it. Uh, uh, tubular. <laughs> Radical. Radical. <laughs> Radical. You jump on your board. I know what it's like to be parented. That'd be so funny. Sweet. Tubular. I'm into cocks, and then they jump on a skateboard. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the they're box? skateboarding? The parents. I That's didn't why it's know hysterical. Because they're and having they high five skateboards. They're having a midlife. They're having a midwife crisis. <laughs> oh my god! That's pretty. Funny. TNT midwife crisis. It's about a woman who helps deliver babies, but she thinks she wants more. Midwife crisis. Midwife crisis. We have a lot of fun on this show. Uh, when? <laughs> when? What were you going to say about the I Gerard thought. episode? Oh, nothing. I didn't. Oh, I, th- I, I thought you other started. Than I listened, and it was like very oh, good. And that's okay. It's I, kind of like it. It is like typical comic thing to be like. This guy's only four years in, and he's uh, brilliant. Is he only? Yeah, I didn't even get to that. No, you did. It was. I did. Yeah, yeah. Then I forgot. <laughs> because he's one of those guys. Like, uh, you know, th- those sorts of details. How long have they been doing it? Mm-hmm. How old are mm-hmm. they? That sort of information uh, stops being useful. That that stuff only works for seeds of hate, which I'm not saying for you. No, no, I, I didn't feel that heat coming off of you. But typically, if someone asks a comedian who's doing well, "How long you been doing it?" It's yeah. like, "How mm-hmm. bad would I like to hate you?" <laughs> In fact, we did. We did. I remember Jordan and I talked about that. That he did have a little bit of a Aziz was always my go-to for people hating someone for right. shooting up quickly. Right. Uh, but uh, I think Gerard didn't know that some people feel that way about him. Like, I think. I don't. No, I don't even know I, if that's I don't, true. I, I'm not finished with the episode that might have come about, but uh, the interesting thing is, yeah, it's like not only is he like brilliant comedy comedy wise, but like he just has the right attitude at yeah. four years, which is like, well, that's how I felt about <laughs> Shelby too. Shelby Farrow, oh, yeah? she's 18, and it's just kind of like you're talking to them, and you're like, oh, you figured things out faster. Yeah, it's that's al- a little bit more infuriating that it's like, wow, you figured out life right that qu- quicker than me. Wait, okay, so you are an atheist. I'm an atheist, and I'm also a very, like, pessimistic and cynical guy. Really? Yeah, I mean... Your yeah. name is Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted, Petey Ho. <laughs> Your name is Hammy yo I know, Hammy Yo-Yo. Hammy Yo-Yo. It's Hammy Yunt. How can Hammy Yo-Yo be like, fuck everything, we're gonna you die? Me? You kidding me? Going to rural public school education in Virginia and people being like, Hampton, that's what a faggot would be named. <laughs> like, wait, wait, is that co- them showing you a diagram before yeah, yeah, they, they beat you? Yeah, they show you. This is why yeah, we hate I you. I mean, dude, I mean, if anything, the name has been kind of a detriment. Sure, it's sure, It's like sure. people assume I have, like, a wealth of money or yeah. something. I, I've got to appreciate it because it's just so bizarre. It but... sounds like it should be on a bill. Like, the $1,000 bill is Hampton Yunt. <laughs> You want a Hampton Yunt for that boat? A really early joke of mine was like, my parents called me Hampton because I think they thought 
money was too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> very, very funny. So you you grew up in the in the sticks then? Is yeah, that an much. offensive term? Pretty much. Is no, it? oh no, it's not offensive, but I sticks. mean that is what uh Do we people lived in, in the a, sticks we, we go... lived in the woods, but it was in a big Oh, well, it was the woods. Yeah, it's a lot of woods. Is you know like in Calvin and Hobbes how he's got like all those yeah. he's always trying to it's exactly like that. Wait a, like wait, acres of, of woods. That's like perfect. You've perfected the don't freak out, I lived in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> like you really, I felt the like, uh-oh, you're a psycho. And then you were like, no, like Calvin Well, and my Hobbes. mom grew up in a shack in the woods in Canada. A shack in the woods. That's like early life and then later on a little bit better. But her father was a logger and just like <laughs> her mother was like a public school teacher in Canada and just like brutal, like no heat in the winter. Like, you know. What? I have to make a fire. <laughs> a logger? Yeah. This is all in Virginia. No, no. This is in Canada. Oh, that was Canada. She, she's sorry. from Canada. And then you moved to Virginia. She got, she well, married into the she, woods of Virginia. And yeah, to her, she was like, it's very sexy. heat. <laughs> she met my dad in Mexico. My dad's from South Carolina and was raised in Spain. And he's pretty much a, a world traveler. Yeah. So, like, they met in Mexico. It's, like, completely bizarre. That, the, that is bizarre. And then decided to live in, in Virginia. That <clears throat> seems like a weird choice. I, I, there's a, well, there's I don't a mean to put down weird Virginia. suspicions why that is. But Tell like, me. Why? Mm, I can't talk about it. Why? Because it might, might involve the government. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. It's only an I've never had a better only... <laughs> reason. Sometimes people are like, I don't know, I just don't want to get into it. Remember that black smoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one's lobbed in here. Who do you think uh, developed that? Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's only it's only possibilities okay. going on what my parents say who they might be liars, so it's like it's kind of like it's all up in the air. Okay, George Clooney style. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Clooney. That's what I it's said when Clooney. it's all up Always in the going air. back to Clooney. Uh, okay, okay. Well, what can you tell me? They why were they in why were they in Mexico? My How mom, did your mom come from this heatless, self-made log Catholic, shack? Catholic in Canada. She had uh, <laughs> another ten, TNT ten, show. Uh, she had nine brothers and sisters, so ten <laughs> altogether. Her dad, the last her, her three, are named father, Bob. They're just like we gave. Father up. died of like uranium poisoning. Poisoning. I think that's it. Uranium. It was some radioactive material. Um, <laughs> because he was working also in a mine and like a uranium mine. She was a boat. She was an actress on a. A showboat in Canada for a long time, and then she would take these summers in Mexico, and she would. Uh, <clears throat> boy, I really hope they don't listen to this. Yeah. Like we don't get along too much. Oh no! So you and your parents don't. Well, yeah, no, not really. Really, but, but uh, so she uh, she would take these summer trips in Mexico with her friend uh, Nina, and they'd go work at like a resort, and they'd stay there and everything. And I think she got in the habit of just going to Mexico, and it was like a little young twenties. You know, met my dad and then just started traveling around the country in his van for a couple years. In his van? In his van, solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the worst thing we could name a son? <laughs> I've got it. And uh, so I, I am talking about it on stage. It's like the new, it's like Area. 20 minutes of material. It's just finally talking about my family. Yeah. Who I, I you know, Brooks Whelan? Uh, Whelan and Dion. Yeah, I, uh, we, I, he would, uh, he just invites me to come over to his house and just talk about my family. Really? Because he finds it like so hilarious. Well, what is so this, a story that he loves? I hate just to, how I hate psychotic to... my, my father is and like. What, it, what, it sounds like debonair right now. Uh, he's he in is, a van. He is kind he's of like grew up in Spain. <laughs> a van. He's I love van sliding doors. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In and out act. I'm really won over by a van. I don't know what's to say. I mean, he's like a world traveler. He's a self-made man. He's very interesting. 
Uh, he mustache. He, uh, briefly. <laughs> Definitely try. Pony, he dabbled. Ponytail after getting gray hair and balding. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but just like a like complete um, emotional wreck monster. <laughs> Why unbalanced? Uh, just yeah, like weird, weird stuff. Is like, it too early in the podcast to get? It's into a this? little too early, but I mean, it's more just because like I have already. I mean, but then again, in for a penny, in for a pound. I've already kind of said he's sure. a weird emotional wreck <laughs> yeah, monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dad at heart, I I love you. But sure. <laughs> Sure. You know how yeah, yeah. He's, he's a strange man. Uh, uh, but it's like, uh, yeah, he's he's just like um, very emotionally abusive and like kind of like does whatever he wants. He's, he's I mean, I don't know what to say, but like heavy drug use, travels around the world a lot, uh, meets like, you know, uh, thieves and prostitutes. and Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he's a gem and mineral dealer, which is kind of a, a business that's just a lot off the books. You know what I mean? And if you go to Russia, especially, it's all handled by the mafia at heart. <laughs> so it's like having to like sneak stuff beyond borders and stuff, and then taking us as his kids because he had no better way like around the world sometimes to gem and mineral so- mafia conventions. <laughs> You have the gym. <laughs> the mafia has a little table did set you, up. <laughs> did, <laughs> did you have to mule gems? Not to my knowledge, but probably like nothing that I knew about because right. I think what, by the time I was about like ten, eleven, it was like the kids going on the trips to make it like to set up and help. Like that was kind of over because like he uh-huh. was going with his business. It was it was enough. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> did like, I make it weird? Yeah, yeah, you sure did. I I just have this like natural suburban weak, uh, soft handed response when people are like, I know my friend Bill. He's a he's a train robber. Immediately, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, I'm done with you and Bill. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I, uh, I can't fuck with it. I was it. telling Bronger about it the other day uh-huh. and trying to be like, yeah, <laughs> and I was just trying to like relate to him some of the things because Brooks was there and I was trying to like relate like some of the funny things. And yeah. he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I was like. Dude, I'm way over. You're it. trying to get laughs. Like I'm like I was angry about it when I was a teenager, right? And now I've come to be like, you're ridiculous. Right, right, like, well, that sounds good. Yeah, that's a exactly. good response it's instead funny. of bitterness. And the reason I I'm trying to talk about it is like, just like I feel like there are people who do come from like weird dysfunctional families, and it is a little bit of a release to be like, oh, thank God, I thought I was not the only person who didn't have this weird like. Well, I didn't have a suburban lifestyle. Yep, that, that's a big part of the show. I think I, is here you are. And you're doing well. Everybody seems to love you. Honestly, you, you're really? you're somebody that I booked uh, exclusively on Reputation. I've never seen you do stand up. I mean, I've been in the room. No, that's crazy. I've been really? in the room, but I've never I've never watched. You know what I mean? Oh fuck, really? Yeah, but everybody I loves you. Feel terrible. Why? Oh, because I remember one time you said something very sweet after a set of mine. Oh, maybe I saw a bit. I don't oh, remember it though. Okay, yeah. Tell me that. Tell me what I said. You Where was it? Like, Here. Really great job, man. Okay. And it just made – you know why? Because you kind of scared me. At, uh, <laughs> and, and then that was like, oh, he's, he's a nice guy. Well, Hammy Yo-Yo, I'm not, I'm not saying uh, that I was lying then. In fact, if, oh, I, no. if I said you that, I, I mean. definitely saw you. Yeah. Here's what I mean. It takes me two or three times maybe to see somebody to really be like, oh, I know his bits and right. I know what he's about. <laughs> right. I've de- I definitely have a general memory of you being funny. But <laughs> other people tell me that you're where it's at. <laughs> 
pajama jam <laughs> no. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I real. tell you, man, I'm in a major just emotional slump. I'd love to know who those names are. <laughs> Everybody. Dana Gould told me you're great. People He's book, nice. He's people a sweet book guy. you on a bunch of shows. He's and a and I, I was like, oh, what a scoop. I'll get the hammy yo yo. I'll get that hammy sweet yo. I'll try yo. and think of some parent stories for later. And then you don't, I'll, don't, dro- no, and then no, I'll no. drop them in. No, I'm being no, totally serious. Nobody sincere. likes trying. How was your dad? Uh, <laughs> nobody likes trying. Nobody likes trying. <laughs> Uh, how was your day? Well, there's also a general rooting for you that I notice about uh, about town. That would be that would be nice. Nobody nobody has any malice towards you. I think it's true. Well, you know, I, and I then do I worry see... if I'm not like a nice guy. I do worry like well, if that's I'm... what surprises me. You talk about being cynical or bitter. Oh, I am. I am. But it's like I'm, when I'm just, you're but laughing I'm just like in... Ron Funches right now. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's like a there's just a universal like. Well, this is a terrible life. Okay, that well, we're all living to help us. <laughs> understand that tell me a little bit about how your dad was emotionally was he was it was it like passive aggressive was he did he withhold no it was just it was like well he never hit us sure but it was like straight up aggressive where it's just like you thought maybe you're a terrible kid like something be like you know what your problem is? You're just like it, completely incompetent, like something like so that. So verbally, so just like right dead to like he does not mince words, and he'll tell people like how he feels. And I've seen him make grown men cry like in front of him and like quit his business, uh, and then tell me like, and then I can't deal with your father. He's the one. He's so really, and so yeah, just yeah. like a guy that spits nails. Yeah, it's it's really weird because I was just talking to my brother about it the other day, and the thing we are always like, what's you know, his name? Copernicus. <laughs> are you oh, ready? Are you go. ready? Clay. Clay. <laughs> this is Clay. Clay Hampton. Virginia is my older sister. Boathouse. Henry is my younger brother, and not, that's with a I, not a Y. H e n r i. And she N R I because it's French because oh. my mom is at Rene Henry Rene Gagnon 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 it's changing Gagnon is this a uh, usual sex are you just looking at signs behind me right now yeah her name's Gagnon I was trying to get it right oh I, Ga- I realized I said Gagnon Gagnon Gag Gagnon uh, so he is a tough man and you're He's going to man, school where man. people are calling you names. Yeah, but then I, you know, eventually kind of made that like okay, like I. What does that mean? Like being funny, developing. This that is skill. where we're developing. Developing so the skill. Were you bullied young? Uh, or not no, bullied? Well, you know, you know what I mean. I went to this private school. Well, for... you tell me what happened. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just assumed you were bullied, and then I was like, not bullied. I, I went but to you a tell private me. school from about one to seventh grade, and that was like really smart, funny kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like kind of king shit mm-hmm. of just like I was funny I was funny this is kindergarten through seventh yeah like kindergarten through seventh all this one school yeah and me then, I did the same thing actually and then I was like fl- flunking out because I'm such a terrible student okay so I had to go to regular school and it was like holy shit because I made friends but it was with farmers and like people who were like literally a guy once bragged to me about like how he was fucking his cousin and he was like and I was like that's disgusting and he was like ah oh, jealous like what like you can't you no wish. like because no. he was like fucking and so people were kind of like well he's having sex like it's pretty cool with his cousin <laughs> with his cousin I swear to God it was while we were both in outfield during a uh, gym playing uh, that's baseball. where that's where the good dish is <laughs> if we could get a mic in the outfield of uh, this this little league field but literally on my first day of like high school a kid just shoved me against a locker and was just like what's your fucking problem faggot and yeah. just like oh my god and just like 
you're a fucking pussy. And then like the later on that day again, and then like throughout that week. And then it was like, I, I think he got expelled. And then it was this other kids harassing me, but that guy was gone. They took over. <laughs> they were like, so I guess it's our shift guys. <laughs> Jimmy's oh, gone. We better, uh... <laughs> but it's kind of, funny and now i've got a bit about kind of like that i mean it all kind of in the end becomes good you know it all kind of except for your your worldview it seems to have been violated by this <laughs> maybe i feel it's very real i bet i bet it i bet you do i bet you don't feel that that's like a bad thing i'm, and I'm like not here i'm not here to change realist that. about things like mm-hmm. not a lot of like it'll be better yeah it's like why would it be better <laughs> When do things really get better? You're the kind of person that some, if someone says, have a great weekend, you're like, what say do you have in that? <laughs> Is that how you feel? Yeah. Hey. Who do you know that I don't? Or if someone says, yeah. literally, you'll be fine. Like if school, Oh, yeah, yeah. I will kind of argue somebody and be like, it's not going to be fine. But it's going to like. But what does that serve, that psychology? I guess that would be hmm. my counter argument to that. If it doesn't, someone, but it's also inescapable. You know, like you can't tell a person to just be like, just, you know view things differently yeah i think you can you can i think you can condition okay. i don't know feel free to disagree because i don't know if i'm right. <laughs> well here i go like going like uh, yeah okay I, I, <laughs> I don't know if i'm right but it, it's funny that you talked about little league my father always used to say i'd be in le- right field or whatever whichever the less left field left field's less right the less yeah. field the less field <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just i would just sit down in, in oh, left yeah. field and just start picking the grass me too i think it's funny that's like a collective memory of every comedian I played Little League. You mean grass picking? (laughs) I love picking that grass. (laughs) Seventh inning grass pick. I one time mentioned it on stage and the audience was so silent. And I was like, oh, you guys were like trying. Yeah. (laughs) That was not my experience. Oh, God. What a a weird feeling being thrown into. I remember being in high school and still being like, what the fuck is happening? Like playing gym and stuff. Playing gym, I called it. Playing gym. (laughs) Are we going to play gym? Are we going to play gym? I one time had my arm broken in gym. Why? Because a dude pushed me down while we were all roller skating. And then, like, he threw me down and, like, broke my arm. What? Yeah. No wonder. Well, your, I mean, your life, that you. was because not. No, no, not no wonder gay, someone would but... do that to you. I mean, no wonder you're kind of like, it's not going to get better. I try to recreate on wheels and <sighs> well, I break when my I arm. Said, when I said, I'm going to I'm gonna beat the shit out of you because I was actually bigger than him, he yeah. was like, if you do, my brother will kill you. <laughs> really? And his brother was had been just arrested. So it was like, oh, God. Like, that guy could kill me, <laughs> like, oh my technically. God. Well, I mean, it's, like, fine, because by senior year, I was, like, really popular. Uh, okay. Just, like, funny. I was, I, I started to did lose your, weight. Did your arms set in a funny way? I lo- <laughs> <laughs> It's set like a question mark. <laughs> you mean the Riddler? <laughs> what up, Riddler? <laughs> Let me get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me this. Who's going to the party, Friday? Riddler. Well, I like lost a bunch of weight between like junior year and so you were doughy. I was doughy, and then I like became real thin, and then I kind of gained it back when I started doing comedy because I was eating a bunch of like you know road food and sure. French fries all the time. I'm food. starting to lose it again, so that's good. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like things got better. You by the time you were senior, you were. Cool. I guess I hate sympathy. I think you're registering that that I can't. Whenever someone's like, "Oh, that must have been really difficult," I'm like, "No, it's like." It does sound difficult. It's like, no, I, I'm fine. Like, I thought high okay. school was going to be like what you're saying. That's what I feared high school would be like. Oh, really? And, and it then, wasn't and that then I, And then it was not. Were you tall in uh, I was. high school? Yeah. Sometimes I look back, I, want, I was like, I wonder if that helped. I wonder if that helped. Because kids, there were some kids advantage. that wanted to 
beat me up because I was annoying. (laughs) 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 No. I still remember his name. It was Derek Mills. I always used to make fun of him. Derek Mills, get the skills. <laughs> and all he would do is pretend to bump into me, but he was the size of a girl. I mean, like a oh, small yeah, girl. Yeah. I, no offense to girls. He was the size of Katie. Let's be specific. <laughs> girls WNBA come in lots player. of different <laughs> sizes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the size of a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a baby that like kind of stood up for a moment. A baby and then, on another baby's shoulders yes, trying to sneak into the theater. In a, in a, in a jersey <laughs> a and a white style. baseball hat that says like Cox Lacrosse or something. <laughs> and he'd bump into me. And I remember I went to a Quaker school, so I was like already like pretty pacifist and would never fight or anything. And also never had the need to fight. This kid's bumping into me and being like, what is this? This is clearly stupid. But that was, the only, that was as close as I came. And you're getting your arm broke and your brother's, this guy's brother's going to kill you and stuff. I, okay, let's just look at it as yeah. a study. Here's Johnny, interview guy, me, <laughs> and I'm like, everything will be fine because my life, things have been fine. I went to high school and I, yeah. w- I was scared. I thought I was going to get pushed and then I didn't. You went to high school and you were scared you got pushed, broke your arm, all this sort of stuff, and then you did. Mm-hmm. And that happened. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was going to say about uh, the baseball thing, though. I'd be in left field, less field, and then I would be picking the grass or whatever. And my dad, I remember my dad was like, don't uh, say, don't hit it to me. This is a classic dad thing. It's not like my dad wrote mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was like, don't stand out there and go, don't hit it to me. You should be out there and go, hit it to me, hit it to me. I'm ready. Hit it to me, even though you don't feel that way. And that's when I started to think, oh, you can like change how you interpret things. Because I guess mm-hmm. the theory would be, you're getting harassed, and that is a shitty thing. Sure. And I, I definitely don't think it's your attitude that's getting you harassed. But I wonder – I can't even I, – I, I don't even want to vaguely imply that it's your fault because it's absolutely not, not your fault. I'm just wondering what the benefits of being like it is going to get better. And I don't know. Well, Am I full of so shit? So this is coming back to like you just think you can change your worldview. I'm saying like as an not adult like, not, between high school – like when you're still in your formative years, yeah. of course. But like when a person's an adult, I mean it's it sure can happen. But I mean it's like – it's 0.1% I thought you were going to say the opposite. We have what? so much less control when we're kids. You're, you're at the, mer- you're at the no, mercy of those physically my... bigger people. You need your teacher to intervene. Then you're an adult. You can kind of do whatever you but want. It's like, but, but it's like high school is when I formed a lot of – my opinions like just going counter to what i was being told where it's like gay people are bad right or you know like which is uh, that's kind of the new bit is like just the idea is like i can't believe i'm not homophobic like Mm -hmm. i was beaten up for being gay all the time Mm -hmm. and like i never even met a gay person Mm -hmm. and it's like you'd think when i finally met one i'd be like what the fuck like what do you guys do that makes people want to beat the shit out of me (laughs) whatever it is it's making people mad you knock it off yeah yeah yeah. it turns out you just you spoon each other into the night with uh, linen sheets and the fucking breeze and the moon over the water beautiful gay love that's it just beautiful that's why i got my arm broke (laughs) i know it seems like crazy you know it's actually kind of interesting all of it though i'm sorry is that uh, is that the idea that i went to school that their beliefs were good beliefs so like I I learned good things like mm-hmm. I learned that gay mm-hmm. people were great you know what I mean and I even if my mind uh, might have been different I don't remember necessarily a specific but then they'd be like no love is good you know what I mean so I was like then I start learning oh you can trust people meanwhile 
you're learning. Like, I'm learning, just go with the flow. Yeah. Good things will come to you. Yeah. You'll meet good teachers. You'll meet good students. You'll learn good lessons. And life will just keep getting better. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it, it kind of did for the most part. Whereas you're like trying to go with the flow and you're running into people that are like, I smash queers. You know what's funny? I've talked with my brother about this. And I think the thing that Clay? we... Yeah, Clay. Actually, he's the one that I'm very close with. Uh, we kind of came to this uh, – we were like, why is it that we're so unlike our parents mm. and we don't think any of these things? And during high school especially, we were like, this is – no, wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. on all fronts. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 we came to the conclusion that it was like comic books. Really? I swear to God because there is – I was just going to say, was it some magical teacher? It, was like, no, it was like Stanley. the morality – that was going on in like Spider Man and stuff. Really, is like pretty. It's pretty like do right by people, you know. Yeah, and it's the right way to live your life, and all people are good, you know. Like you know, yeah. th- there's no reason to hate. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, that's I think that's what we just go. It's like that's must have been where we got our m- morality because then after that, a lot of um, um, it was going like, oh, let's just do the opposite of what these people are doing wow because these people are idiots <laughs> were there a lot of people or was it just you and your brother was there like a contingent that was a little bit like countercultural and like let's stick that together I, that i knew of yeah no it was just you no. and you and i Clay. i mean well i had a lot of friends uh towards the end that sounds like bragging to be like in high school i had a lot of friends no <laughs> i don't know why i think that almost impressed people uh, it's a good story. <laughs> I mean, it started with roller skating arm break, and now you're like, hey, cool. That's great. I think we're all rooting for you, much like the comedy no. scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I do have, like, so, you know, it was like I would write bits and come to school. Like, you know, I know how to – nobody knew anything about me. Like, any of my friends knew nothing about what I was into, mm-hmm. but they knew I was, like, the f- guy who would just make them laugh and See, riff. You know what I mean? But, like, none of my friends knew I liked comic books. None of them knew I watched, you know, the, these movies that I watched or, you know, was into these things or comedy. None of them knew that. They uh-huh. just knew I was a kid who would come to school with, like, bits, like, prepared. And sometimes I would come to school as a character towards the end because I knew, like, I had, like, they liked me. So I would come to school as a fake cousin that I'd create. What? That was, like, a version of me. And then uh, the next day show up as myself and be like, boy, did you guys meet my cousin? He's really weird, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> What was this man's name? That was DJ Ham Ham. Was my uh, was my uh, gangster cousin? Who, who named him me? <laughs> DJ Ham Ham. I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was funnier to have kind of a bad name. Yeah, like, not a great name. Pretty aggressive. Uh, pretty aggr- <laughs> uh, like high level comedy happening. So you come a, in. I made like a shirt and like I bought like fake uh, like chains <laughs> and were <laughs> like I made a do rag. And uh, did your teachers call you DJ Ham Ham? During that day, I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, Hampton couldn't be here. He's, like, really not feeling well today. But I'm new to the area, and I really want to, like, give a speech at the top of the class. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, at the time, I've only kind of recently realized, like, oh, that's really weird. No, you're going to be a king. (laughs) This is, like, that's, like... Johnny Carson used to, you know, do all the magic shows. There were, there was all this like there was less embarrassment about being a showman. I feel like back in the day, uh, I yeah. believe I believe it was Fallon actually that would go in and before the class do Carson's monologue. Oh, do material before the class. Yeah. You know, one time I got tricked by a teacher, really young. Uh, this was back at the private school. But did just, you like, or DJ Ham Ham? No, I. <laughs> 
I got, I got, I got tricked because the teacher said, uh, and it was like my dream had come true because basically I was like always like joke. I would be loud and in class and just get everybody's attention and just start joking around back at the uh, private school. Yeah. And then one time she's like, "Do you just want like five minutes to yourself, like you know, like to to joke around?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" Wait in front of the class. That's what I thought. And then uh, she was like, okay, well, then go outside and do your five minutes out there because no one wants to hear it in here. Like, it was like, you oh! were You were heckled <laughs> by a teacher. Oh, she my God. Said, she so got me. It's, like, hysterical. Wait, oh, you laughed or at least you, you thought I she went, was joking? I did, I did the, oh, like, like, you got, and then I went outside and so, she was like, seriously, get out. Oh, my God. And do your time i never knew when to stop either was this was this grade school kind of yeah loose i was the kid at the sleepover who wouldn't shut up me Uh, neither wait wait you weren't that i I did not know when to stop in fact that was the line of demarcation between me and my cohort uh this kid matt he knew when to stop he knew when to stop because he knew Hmm. like oh we're about to get in trouble and I would just keep going because because Matt had stopped. Yeah. If there's an opportunity you, to let go now, feel like him knowing to stop is like the same thing that keeps him from pursuing comedy, like being a comedian, like well, yeah, just being like authority. No, right. Whereas maybe. as a kid, like you almost need that thing of like. I don't care. Right. Like, I've got to be funny. The laughs are more important. Yeah. I mean, it's not like constant, but that's certainly. I agree. Could be. There's certainly I, I, the word that I use for comedy in me is, is insatiable. It's like it, it will always be a desire for me to get laughs and perform and all that yes. sort of stuff. And I think maybe uh, I don't know what Matt was doing. He might have been more rebelling. I think I might have been more like purely going for some yucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. They would do, so DJ would mm-hmm. come in and he'd he'd do a little speech in top of the class. Yeah, if I could. I mean, sometimes it'd be like, no, what are you crazy? Like, sit down, Hampton. Yeah, sit down, Hampton. And I'd just sit there and be like, talk to people and be like, <laughs> just like weird shit, like, want to buy some drugs? And like, they'd be like, ah, funny. <laughs> no! Yeah, because it's like I'm such a white guy. That and it's you'd like stay so in character all day. Yeah, yeah. Is this a, is this a, a diverse school? Or is it, uh, when you no. said I'm such a white guy, I... Oh, well, I was like... You know, I'm like white, like you're, Special white. you're white, where it's like we, our posture is even white. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we are white. You're mozzarella. <laughs> I'm buffalo mozzarella. We're both mozzarella. She about a bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Uh, Aggressive, yeah. so in your it's face like white. They were like redneck or kind of like gangsta white. You know, very few black kids at our school. Yeah. Uh, very few Asians or Latinos. Mm. Uh and I think that's it as far as races go. That's <laughs> all that are allowed. <laughs> Those are the uh, only options you guys have. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, but even with that, like, just like, just that white, like, you know, like a lame, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I say white like lame. I like understand. a little like, he's funny, but like, white bread. Whoa, what a white bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I was really religious and uh, really religious. Gr- growing up. Well, so that's what somebody I told me, that... uh, Nick Bernstein, a friend of mine. Do you know Nick? Nick Bernstein. He's Russian. I'm kidding. He's Jewish. Uh, Nick Bernstein uh, told me that he heard, maybe saw you do it on stage, that you didn't masturbate until you were 19. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody in my family hits puberty really late. What do you, okay. Because my dad, like, didn't hit it till about, like, 21, he says. Okay. Where, like, full. I don't know what he means by that. I mean, but I, I just take it as, like, full development or something. <laughs> but, but not just beyond that. Like, I just was so Catholic. It was like, you will go to hell. 
Really? You will go to hell. And, like, I was, like, crazy religious. Really? When I was, when I was a kid. Like, I would uh, pray for, like, superpowers when I was, like, nine. I was like, God's real. I came to my friend with a plan, and I was like, I figured out how we're going to get superpowers because right. I love comic books. And I was right. like, we're going to pray to God. God's real, of course. <laughs> and we're going to get superpowers. Right. And then he has to give it because we'll use them for good. Not like other people. We're going to use them for right, good. Right, right, right. But that's like psychotic. Well, I, I don't know. Better. See, it's interesting to me. I, I'm interested in the idea of teaching children religion, right? Mm -hmm. Because when I was a kid, one of the reasons it really uh, got into me, I was going to say it's hook into me, but like really just was something that I bought. Was that Is I, it like one of the hook staffs that they have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a Moses in hook. Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. <laughs> the Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> oh, what about Cardinal hook? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they use if the uh, if the uh, the priest is going long. They just hook him. <laughs> Get out of there, Father. at the Apollo. He yeah. has to rub the stump. <laughs> so I I just believe uh, older people when they talk to me. So your reaction hmm. actually. When people say God is all-powerful, all-knowing, mm -hmm. a force of good, omnipotent, everlasting, and you were told that and you believed it, I actually don't think your response is inappropriate. I think that might be correct. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I remember yeah. reading a Bible story about the priests of Baal, and they were praying for Baal. Uh, this is some ancient god that time forgot. Baal? B-A-A-L? So I've always called him Baal, yeah. B-A-A-L, Baal. I, I, I'm just wondering if that's the same one. Yeah, we're I talking was, about the same forgotten okay, deity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That became the devil. Uh, is <laughs> that, that what you think? No, no. That is like how they, they took like the idea. And, and that's why like in some early like um, uh, not literature. Well, yeah, literature. Uh, like the devil is just referred to as Baal. Really? Thanks yeah. for using my pronunciation. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, yeah. It's I've like because very... it's like think about it where it's like. At the time, there were different – like, God. there was much more different – that tribe has a different God. We have a different God. But it's like when this uh, Hebrew, you know, faith tribe starts taking on, it's like, well, what do we refer to as, like, you know, Lucifer? Right. It's like, oh, what's well, their God? Their right. God's the, the, the fallen one. The bad God. Yeah, the bad God. Well, do you remember this Bible story was that uh, there's 4,000, I think, priests of Baal. Okay. And then there's the guys with Yahweh, God, uh, Hebrew God. And they have a little uh, test to see who can, like, light a fire or something. And then mm. not only does uh, God, uh, the Hebrew God, do it, but then <laughs> but he... But he nails it. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible, as told by, like, a sassy teenager... The New, the new Living Testament. kills it. The New Living Testament. Enter Yahweh. Yeah. Yahweh. The room was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where it gets weird. Okay. He does the, he nails it <laughs> and then uh, kills the 4,000 priests of Baal. Oh, yeah. God kills them. Well, that's certainly in keeping with the Old Testament. That's the equivalent of, you know, not just slam dunk the fire, but break the backboard. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, boom. Shack attack. <laughs> <laughs> NBA jam. Okay, so yeah, it. he's on fire. Uh, the Yahweh's win. The Hebrews. I can't Hebrews. think of it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. 
the idea that you heard that and believed those sorts of stories, why then wouldn't this God who killed 4,000 and lit a fire... Kill me also. Or bless you with x-ray vision that you promise not <laughs> to use Absolutely. in the girls' locker room. <laughs> promise not. That's oh your prayer. Oh, my God. I would have I burned in hell for something like that. I mean, like... Uh, yeah. I, it's a, you're it's down a there. Sl- worth it. With the most people and like going to atheism, I feel it's like it's a slow like dropping of things and losing certain parts. Like you're just like okay, not that part anymore. Mm-hmm. It's buffet Christianity where you're like no mm-hmm. more green peas. You know, like mm-hmm. don't want that. Just the chicken. Some of that chicken. Then you're just um, left with chicken and some greens, which is just Christmas and more, Easter. <laughs> it would have been appropriate if it had been a uh, uh, fish and bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like just, and I talk about it. I certainly do talk about it. a large it. portion of my my act is talking about like why I'm atheist, where it's coming from, what I believe, and uh, you know, like so, yeah, like slow the Ten Commandments. It was like okay, so you're telling me Catholics here, like on the same list where we have like murder and stealing, you're talking about like lying mm-hmm. and like having another God is like equivalent or being respectful of your parents mm-hmm. as like, but not rape and slavery. <laughs> like they're not oh, in the Ten yeah, Commandments. Yeah, yeah. Well, slavery is endorsed in the and, Old Testament. What? Yeah. Oh uh, no. More, more so. Yes, yeah. exactly. That was something actually, it took me a long time to figure. I was like, uh, Oh shit. You're right. Like coveting is they, on there though. Yeah, like shit that's like just bizarre. Coveting. Don't covet. So you're not even allowed Although, to want it. I'm actually not even trying to be funny. <laughs> Raping kind of like a covet thing. I'm I'm not trying to Coveting. be funny. What because you you want something that you the, can't they say have. covet covet that neighbor's wife. Yeah. So there's, that means you're specific. not allowed. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say th- there is you a different there, were... there is a different part in the Bible where say you're not supposed to have lust in your heart, but that's like I always thought it was like That's Ten Commandments is God going, this is how I feel in ten, you know, easy to read things. So I was always like, if he has something else to say, why didn't he put it in that ten, like the time he thunderbolted lightning to carve stone down? Why right. wouldn't he, if he doesn't like gay people, why wouldn't he put it there. I think that's you know? a westernization of the Ten Commandments. I don't know if those oh, were, the, it's not like Letterman's top ten. <laughs> I think those are the first ten. I, you what know, do you mean? Those, that's like God's first laws. Oh, so you're talking about like when it's in uh, Leviticus? When yeah, it's like the rest super of the laws. laws. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. Well, well, I mean, what are we talking about here? Because yeah, there was the time in Leviticus where it's. I, I think it's Moses is you know, isn't it? Yeah, and he's talking about like all the different things. Yeah, that's where we get shellfish and gay people. But then uh, the ten though, that's like the Ten Commandments. That is. What you know of, like it is right, uh, but that's just what we took, right? What do you mean we took? That's what we held on to when we were making, like the like mm-hmm. Hebrew people, for example, or Jewish people. Don't look at the uh, story of uh, Adam and Eve sure. as eating the apple, and that's like your first sin sort of thing, and that's why man fell. That's how we Westernized in the story. So we were like. When Adam and Eve, that God said, don't eat it, it's the, it's the tree of knowledge, and you ate it, and then you're cast out forever. But if you ask, like, a, a rabbi in Israel, which I did, and I didn't, a- I didn't ask every <laughs> rabbi. I didn't ask I didn't ask every rabbi in ri- Israel, jealous. <laughs> was it really hot? <laughs> yes, it was. Um, he said that, that was, that's just how they interpret it, and they're just kind of like, we look at the real fall of man 
the real introduction of sin is later that wacky passage that I think is in Exodus where like giants come and rape people. Yeah. Remember that? That's where they're like, that's where we think uh, everything got fucked up. The Garden of Eden was just God seeing if we were ready for one commandment before he gave us ten. And then uh, so when I talk about a westernization, uh, Western lens to look at the Bible, I think we think of the hits. Well, I think, you know, this is actually kind of a part of it to lose your religion is go, okay, so wait a second. Why does this group feel this way about the same book? Why do they take a different thing? And then I'm led to believe these people are shitty at it and they're going to hell. Right. Or they're, you know, at least they're like not God's chosen people. You know what I mean? Like that always made me go, I remember there's a specific conversation I had with my uncle towards uh, 1920 and it was like, wait, so you're telling me if a dude, like I always, it's like my own internal logic, you know, like I just always believed, I was like, wait, so you're telling me if a dude in like Africa never heard of Jesus Christ and he, you know, saved millions of lives, let's just say, he's a great guy, guy. somehow a doctor saves millions of lives. He's not going to heaven because he's never heard of Jesus Christ. And he's like, you're right. Dead on. Yeah. And I was like, that's nuts. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Well, you, you've just touched on actually my favorite anti-religion argument. Really? And that was, that was, that's the cornerstone of my, my own structured faith falling apart. Absolutely. Hmm. Is the arrogance yes. and the insanity yes. of saying like – Favorite planet, favorite tribe, favorite country. Yeah. Favorite interpretation. Favorite, Also, I thought where you were going to go was the canonization. This is important. This isn't important. Which we then, kind of like George Carlin's, like when you're on a trip, and then you go on a trip when you're on a trip, so then you pack a smaller (laughs) version of your suitcase on the trip. So we already – so there's all these texts about the Hebrew God and about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then those are canonized, meaning we pick which ones are going to make the Bible. And then we as the West – Pick which of those Neither verses so. are going to be. That's the smaller suitcase. Going <laughs> now, we're going to a smaller island on our trip. I think. I think the first seed was just reading the front of the Bible where it said King James version, right? <laughs> and I was like, version. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then I was like, you mean there's other Bibles with yeah, other ways yeah, that yeah, they yeah. interpret this? Thing? Yeah, sure. And I was like, whoa. Well, there's two creation Started stories, which is something that I always thought was when when people get real literal about the Bible, I'm always. Gone, I've always gone back. And there was a time, you have to be uh, clear here, that I believed in the Bible and also knew that there were things like two creation stories or contradictions throughout the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, st- stuff like that. Uh, different, different. Uh, where, where were you raised? What were you raised? What? I call it uh, regular, but that means pro- <laughs> Protestant. Vanilla. <laughs> yeah, Protestant, which is so offensive to you. So Catholic. Catholic. Catholic is really Catholic regular. is like literal interpretation, Re- no metaphors. You know, in my experience, a lot of Catholics I know seem to be a little bit more like it's about the ritual. It's about the community. I, I don't really fuck with the Bible. Sure. We didn't know anybody in our community. We went to that church and didn't know anybody. You know? Uh, went there every, every Sunday, you know, went to Sunday school. I yeah. Don't so it was, it was insular. It was insular. What? It was insular? But do you think that's the correct use of that? Because, again, I, like, I didn't know anybody in that church. But, oh, you like, didn't even know anyone in the church? No, that's what I'm talking about. Like, oh, we went I there, thought you meant you didn't know like, anyone outside of the church. We never like hung out with other church people. Yeah, which seems bizarre because that is a large reason people go to church. Is of like, course, the community. In fact, but it's like we didn't even get that aspect of it. Letting go of God. Have you heard that? Uh, oh yeah, Sweeney. Uh, who oh is yeah, it? Julia Sweeney. Julia Sweeney. And she has that great thing where she's like, "I wish there were a church for atheists, just oh, a place I do a to bit go for that. funerals." <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's funny. oh, okay, great. Well, I mean, it, it's true. It's something that you miss. 
Yes. It's, it's something that, like, uh, God, I'm about to want to kick myself in the nuts. But even just uh, going to any regular place. Even I, I, I imagine people feel that way about their gyms. Yes. I don't go to the gym, but I bet they're like, I go to the really? gym. You look good. Ah, thanks, Fred. <laughs> I see the four o'clock guy. Well, what I was trying to avoid saying was yoga. I brought it up on every fucking episode. I hate Why myself. Why leave this one out? I know. Chelsea, Why yoga, Duncan Trussell. Uh, and you go with Andy? Haynes? I do go with Andy Haynes sometimes. He's a really good friend of mine. I love Andy Haynes so much. He just did it, and we talked about yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga's come up every episode. He's so great. But there's, there's a church to that. Uh, yes, I, yes. I, I really feel that way. I, I'm often next to similar people. I'm often next to strangers. But like we're all doing something Ritual. together. And it brings you together. And sometimes there's candles and there's music. And like there's something weird about suffering together too where like I hear people breathing and in pain and I'm breathing and I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. And I know they're sharing in the exact – kind of pain it's a spiritual experience for me i, I feel like you're describing in a weird way like a comedy club where it's oh, like sure. you know what i mean like there's a shared experience going on yes. with them you're guiding them through this experience i think it's very religious and it is like it's this weird communal thing isn't that so weird that an audience will laugh together so hard but they'll never say a word to each other they'll never know each other right but, like, you just shared yes. such a hard laugh. Yeah. And to get that kind of hard laugh, it's like the same laugh like when your friends are connecting on such a deep, meaningful yes. level. Uh-huh. You'll just hit that note where you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then you'll and laugh so hard. And the other people laughing gives you a green light to laugh more. Yes. Sorry to stick with the yoga thing, but, like, seeing <laughs> other people do the pose, the teacher's like, yes. now put your knee up your own ass. And I'm like, that's not possible. And kick your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look around, and there are all these tongue kickers. And then there's a guy with a hook hand. <laughs> a hooked arm. But the thing, when you've been in a comedy show and enjoying it and you look across the room and someone's losing their mind just laughing in that way that they're putting down all their bags that makes you laugh harder that's why it gets me so depressed when i see like a comedy crowd like i'm doing the same bits that will like make another crowd go really laugh go nuts and then i see them and i'm just like boy you just you missed like an opportunity to have such an un uh, 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 an unlikely experience. An experience we could have done that. Just couldn't replicate. You'll never, you'll never laugh as hard at a movie. I swear. Yeah. To you, uh, you'll never laugh as hard at a movie. Right. As you will at a comedy club. Because because the movie isn't being informed by your laughter. Yes. There are some movies like Borat, for example, where mm-hmm. I've seen a comedy club like reaction to uh, the naked scene, for example. Yeah. But. Borat isn't waiting for us to be done laughing before he moves on to the next scene. You yeah, know I mean? exactly. So, you know, here's a little thought I had recently was the idea that comedians like getting the attention from the crowd, but the crowd also receives an incredibly specific customized attention, meaning the guy on stage, this, this entertainer, I'm not saying he's special or better. I'm saying he's paying attention to the group the same way the group is paying attention to him. So it's mutually beneficial. Yes. The, every nuance, every giggle, every movement, every clap, every pause, every lull is being measured and quantified by the performance stage. And I think that feels pretty nice. I think I, I, and I for one. Ah, well, I don't. I don't really know. I haven't sat good. in the crowd in a while, but I think that's they're going. We're here. This feels good. This feels a little bit like church. I know. I actually just today was talking to David Huntsberger about this and just being like, you know, it's funny. I sometimes so forget it. And at a comic club, it's never more apparent. You go there, and I totally forgot. Oh my god, this crowd is here to watch comedy. Yeah, like I just go. I I feel like almost like rude sometimes when I go up on stage. Like, sorry, you're gonna have to listen to me for you know yeah, half sure. an hour. And it's like 
uh, I forget that. Like, they're not only like you could literally go up and just be like, a man walks into a bar. Yeah, they really would be like, okay, right. comedy. Right, we wanted to see comedy, that's, and I forget that. That's, that's a unique thing so to the unique. to the road. Yeah, to like a proper club. I guess you could get yeah. it at the Laugh Factory or maybe the comedy. Yeah, it's a little different. LA is so different. But if you're in New York and you're in like part. some bar, mm-hmm. that's where we learn all these chops on how to manipulate and yes. coax people into oh, listening sure. to your comedy. But you're right; it's it's a real gift to be at a club and just go up and go like, "Oh, I can just begin." Yeah. They'd they'd rather they prefer I would just begin. So where does comedy start coming in? You're not jerking off. <laughs> you're praying for superpowers. That's already the comedy <laughs> that, that don't come. Okay. You develop late. You lose weight. You're getting <laughs> bullied. You become cooler. But when when did this? When did you start assembling? It sounds like mm. very young that well, you were like, oh, comedy is something that I can gather and then present. Yeah. Well, I was like deathly afraid of being like – I love to stand up in the classroom and get everybody's attention. But if you ask me to go to the front of the classroom and uh-huh. then revert and like stand like a performer in front mm-hmm. of them, it would have been like, oh, my God, like sink down. Really? Because I, I ruined a play in about sixth grade. Can I interject and just say I hate reading in front of people, but I love talking in front of people. I've learned to be okay with it, but yeah, a huge problem. I, I'm just it. trying to relate. Huge problem with it. Because yeah, yeah. you'd think it'd be like, oh, Pete talks in front of people. Have him do the reading. And I'm no. just like, a, a reading from Genie says, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Genie says. Genie says. You're reading a TV guide. <laughs> I dream of Genie. I dream of Genie reviews the hits. Genie says, pass. Genie says, no. <laughs> Master. I jerked off to that show. You Whoa. had to. You didn't. She's got her stomach revealed. She's a a hot blonde, and she calls the guy that she lives with master. Master? Dick's coming out every day. Changing the channel with my erect dick. Ah, Flicking the switch on the TV. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jerked off to figure skating. I loved all the hits. You know what's weird? I'm going to take a little side tangent, which is like, I had this perception of you, Mm. and I thought you were like Mr. Clean Mm. with comedy. Mm-hmm. And I thought I really don't know why. I, I think it was just the material I'd always seen of you. Sure. And then only recently has it been like I'd heard you maybe briefly in passing mention sex before, but I was like, right. I feel like you're on this like kick right now <laughs> where you're trying to be okay with your sexuality. I am, and you're trying to like just make it comedy. Like yeah. you're you're genuinely going in this interest that yes, almost like is. a kid going through puberty has. Where it you're is. like sex and like let's figure it out yeah 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 yeah. and it's kind of cool but it's like i didn't expect no that. i know I, i'm very curious often i think about what people by think by curious <laughs> i'm very by curious about people will think about my second album i'm very proud of it in fact i like it more than what i did but that's awesome Wait, what do you case. mean you have impregnated with wonders there's i have that and now I'm, the new hour would be all the sex stuff there's no sex. Oh, okay okay so there's another hour since then yes okay good and go. the, and that stuff is is what we're talking about that like Help me! You know, it's, yeah, it's the stuff yeah. that everybody so figured out in, thank you, it's, it's what everybody figured out in college, but I didn't. I was robbed yeah, of, from see, that. see, this is why I'm still talking about, like, my atheism and stuff like that, because yeah. it's like, I am it, reading about it constantly and trying to form the exact words for how I feel. Yeah. So it's like comedy comes through that, where I'm yeah. just like, I'm wrong! It's a great <laughs> thing, though. Do you feel the same way that you're like, oh, thank God, something that's endlessly interesting to me? You yes. know what I mean? Because like I get I, bored, so... I feel like quickly. I can mine it like crazy. And some of the... Do you remember what sex bit you saw me do? What what bit about sex? Yeah, do you have any recall? Well, the, the, there's the one, of course, that you uh, were talking about with uh, sleep and sex. 
Oh, sleep and sex. Sleep and sleep and sex. Yeah, sleep versus sex. Sleep that versus sex. Sleep v sex. It's on the old set list. Sleep v sex. Sleep v sex. That's but interesting. Then you went on some. I think you were going on some tangents, and I think they were. They're starting to form bits. Like yeah. you do that where you have the initial idea and then you kind of collect where these tangents start going and right. they form them also into yep. opinions that all link together. That's right. So you mentioned, I think, something about pornography or something. I was like, was it the Playboy thing? I think so. I mean, Wait, it was that would have had to involving... been recently. It was. I mean, it was. we just did Death Ray uh, or Bang Bang. Uh, oh, you watched me? To, of course. Oh, how Why would nice. I never watch you? I don't know. You're great. I'm a jerk. I man. honestly do. But I, you know what? I do realize that is kind of weird. I don't watch everybody. I don't no. like everybody. I watch you because uh, I like watching oh, you. Oh, thanks, man. Well, of course. That's really nice. Then it might have been a Death Ray I was talking about and I've been talking about on the show. Will, will you or I ever stop calling it Death Ray? <laughs> never. Can't, can't. I will. I, I, it's supposed Once to be I comedy start, bang bang. I said it on stage when I was like, thank you all for coming out to comedy death ray. Oops, bang bang. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. stop myself. Watch, oh, so yeah. back to sex. I've, I, no, <laughs> back to. Uh, by the way, the second I got into sex or like masturbating, in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed <laughs> it. Could not, could not stop. He didn't just do it. It was like. Everything is like I gr- I grossed out so many people. Do you in college remember talking about like just sex? I'm so open so. What about happened? It now. Oh, are we still Catholic when you jade it? <laughs> when I j- jadeated, <laughs> <laughs> what I call masturbating. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go on a quick jade date. <laughs> that is the best new term for masturbation I've heard in a long time. <laughs> uh, I'll be right down. I just got to take myself on a quick jade date. <laughs> that is. I can't believe this is a free podcast. People get to say that in their lives now. You guys have it. It's free. It's free. free. You know, you can just... De- you I have been doing that on stage where I'll rip something and be like, you guys can just do that. You can just talk and say that for yeah, forever. Yeah, it's yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. Free joke. Me too. Me there you too. go. J-date. Love it. Take myself on a quick J-date. So, always painfully kind of shy. But then, like, I had a... Uh, boy, I'm really revealing too much. And by the way, people, like, I don't hate my parents. No, <laughs> like, please. You know, it's just I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, but uh, with college, I got into college amazingly. And I've, like, almost flunked out of high school. <laughs> and was expelled multiple times. Not expelled, suspended multiple times. Because you were cool. It was cool skateboarding. <laughs> were you skateboarding? No, no. Oh. But I was just, like, such an asshole. Why were you expelled? I would literally just, like get up in class and start talking over the teacher and trying to make people laugh. Wow. And like I one time I jumped up and just like knocked this light fixture out. Just like in the the teachers at the board writing something on the board. I get on my desk, jump up, knock the light out and then it's like all over the ground and I fall to the ground and get my desk knocked over and the teacher's like what the fuck? And I'm no. just like I just wanted to see if I could do it. Like see I had no explanation. I swear to god it was just like I had severe ADD at the time. You had to break a light. I just was like, I wonder if I could reach that. You're reminding me of something about myself that I had forgotten. It's a, it's a lot of behavior. And I'm talking about like shit that I did back in high school, which is like, yeah, that's illegal. Like, why did I think that was okay? Right. And like, and now I look back and like, that guy was psychotic. And you- there, there's a severe life change that just happened around college where it's like, were you rebelling Change. against my your parents, parents? Were going through a very rough divorce. Yes, okay. Very rough, like fighting in the streets, like cr- like breaking into each other's houses, like crazy shit. What? Yeah. 
So how old were you when that happened? It was like, uh, boy, it really does kind of blur together, but it started around freshman year. See, this is the grief outliers that we've been talking about, is you're young enough to understand what's happening, mm-hmm. but also old enough to understand what's happening, but also young enough for it to really kind of get in you. I, I you at the time, would go, no, no, it's not that. My parents were like, is it the divorce? Yeah. Is it us constantly yeah, 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 fighting yeah, 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 yeah. and yelling at each other? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, and that divorce, I mean, to this day, is like, if they're in front of each other, it's like, swear at each other really? and like yelling like they have not gotten over it so uh, so stay away from my van I'm sorry I'm so sorry my van my, my van. van stay away from my van it sure is his ponytail is blowing in the breeze they're fighting over who gets to keep the woods <laughs> that's my oak that's my dogwood you don't touch the dogwood Thanks for taking the stupid voice I did of your dad and making it worse. <laughs> don't touch my dogwood. Don't, don't touch the dogwood. Oh, no, only so, an idiot would touch that dogwood. <laughs> reverse psychology. Go ahead and touch the dogwood. It's not my favorite tree. Oh, it wouldn't kill me at all if you touched my sweet, sweet dogwood. But if I'm being completely honest, and this is going to bum you out, but yeah. believe me, I'm over I'm going to save my sympathy. Believe me, I'm, please, yeah, I'm going to make say. a flippant joke. High school... Serious relate. Uh, sorry, uh, college. Serious relationship fell to pieces. I got suicidal okay. and was like, really, di- like what? I don't know what I want to do. I was going to college to be a writer, but I didn't want to be a writer. Standing up in high school to to or acting out, acting out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's sure it's like funny, but it's like it's like love me, like yeah, it's like yeah, desperate yeah, 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 for yeah, 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 yeah. positive attention, right? You know, it's it's disgusting. So it's then, not a girl broke your heart. Uh, yeah, one one of the girls that broke my heart. You got your heart breaking a lot. Uh, sure, I'm in it to win it every time. <laughs> you are in it to win it <laughs> every time. I was, I'm always like, so we're in love, and we're gonna are be you, again. You're a romantic, oh, yeah, I'm a huge romantic. But look, what then? What is? How does that add up to like we're all fucked? Well, because look at Romeo and Juliet, suicidal. They loved each other more than anything. Hammy yo yo. He knows the score. All right, Hammy. It's a win. It. Take, <laughs> take me on your tour so, of darkness. <laughs> that happened, and then I basically was like, "Wait, tell me, what do you mean that?" Ha- I mean, like, how long did you date this this broad? Close to close to a year. That's a long time. And then probably a year back and forth of just like, are we getting back together? What's happening? You know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we, but uh-huh. uh, I was like ready to kill myself again i'd ready to try again and i was what like do you mean, try again like i tried to kill yourself and then to did, like didn't like couldn't make it actually happen what flavor <laughs> what flavor gun <laughs> gun gun you went with gun yeah that is a well they didn't have the black smoke bomb (laughs) 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 diffuse attention with a (laughs) callback diffuse attention with a callback he does it he does it he does a comedy and he wishes that he was dead (laughs) (laughs) did you shoot yourself no, I brought. I went out into. I took a car, took a gun. This is because of girl. Side note. Yeah. Well, it was life. I was just yeah, like, I get what it. am I going to do? Imagine it's like religion's a lie, parents divorce, uh, fl- flunking out of college. Mm-hmm. Don't even didn't even want to go for the reason I was going. The only set I can get is outside. Girl, <laughs> girl, <laughs> girl is breaking my heart, and it's also like it wasn't just her, but it was like life like what i was getting no satisfaction out of it and the thing i'd always wanted to do was stand up 
And so, anyway, after that, you know, thing, attempt. So you wrote a note. Well, yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. I'm yes. sorry. I'm yeah. not, not yeah, here yeah, to make yeah. you uncomfortable, but I'll be bothered. If, yeah, this is the note. <laughs> what a square. <laughs> That's my I, note. Uh, yeah, I drew. I, I drew a note. I, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be so funny if I drew a suicide note. It's like, just a I, picture of me. <laughs> oh, he's illiterate. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it would be funny if you did it like a ransom note with cutout letters and never address why you did that. I always. I, I, I make so much joke about suicide because it's so fascinating to me sure. and also my own like just dalliance with it but it's like I like the idea that like my parents finding my suicide note and my dad being like didn't need all that swearing <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, did you swear a lot in it? sure yeah like fuck you like this yeah. sucks you know yeah, fuck yeah, this you, you and, don't have it and then like drove question. out with like a gun in a car uh, to like go what way away from ready oh, just a revolver just a revolver <laughs> it's not my gun i understand <laughs> uh and uh you know just where like, do you get the gun my dad it's my dad's good good, <laughs> good. <laughs> he has a gun this is back to my dad he has a gun on top of a stack of hundreds with a big jar of pot in, in his closet uh, by the way if anybody wants to rob my dad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and he i was like what is the fuck is that about and he's like that's my just in case shit happens <laughs> I love that recreational weeby jaman <laughs> is part of that plan. And a shit pistol. gets real. Pow, pow, pow. Just in case shit happens. Blaze it up. <laughs> gonna need a couple thousand. Oh, <laughs> gonna my need a, God. Like a, gonna need a, that, you know, like if it's end of days. So them. you went in and you're the lowest you've ever been. You saw thousands in cash, some weed and a gun. And you went. He put that there later. Before the that, uh, when, about the time that I took the gun. I mean, it was like he was on a trip for like a week. Or, and I feel so terrible about this. But he uh, – <laughs> He has, like, the revolver by his bed. So I just, you know, it wasn't, like, locked up. It was just right there. Uh, so I just took it, and then uh, I think it's that way if, like, if some ever prostitute was giving him lip, he could just be like, Shut. Did he really have uh, no. ladies of the night over? Sure. <laughs> what is this? I don't know which avenue to go down. Where do I go? It's okay, by the way, people. I think it's funny now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, every, everybody's so he, fine. Uh, uh, so I took it, and then I drove out, and uh, I, you know, I call it a suicide attempt, but it's not like, well, I missed. But I really feel like putting a gun in your mouth mm. and then holding it there for like an hour and sobbing while you have a note prepared, and you're like. I want to be a couple of days away from anybody finding my body and like planning it out. Mm. Like that's to me, like that was a, a serious attempt. And then I unloaded the gun into the ground. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> like shot the ground repeatedly and just like, fuck. Yeah. You know, I think I was still getting over my Catholicism where I was just like, what if there's a hell? What if I go to hell? Right. You know, stupid shit. I so, mean, but it saved your life. And, Kind of? <laughs> what a life. <laughs> <laughs> what a life to say. Oh, but things are on the upswing, Hammy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're Hammy yo yo. <laughs> oh, <now>. totally. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, totally. Uh, so then I started, uh, I just, there was a, uh, back at college, I was still in. Mm. I wasn't completely flunked out yet. I started, I went to a comedy, a road place, and saw, my first comic I ever saw was Mary Mack. Uh-huh. Who's very, very funny and very, I love very, her very, funny. very much. And the next guy I saw was oh, like, I just wanted to. Oh, I know comedy. she's amazing. <laughs> and then the next person I saw was like uh, Mike Stork. He was a nut- guy who later became a friend. And then like the third guy was a terrible road like hack. He was called uh, literally the uh, disgruntled clown. <laughs> it's like I've made a point of going to see him later because he's like that like crazy bad. Really, and he's like 
just outrageous, you know. It's like <laughs> in your face comedy. Oh, and, uh, I, I get outrageous. <laughs> oh no! He had a big emblem on his back of the twin towers, and he'd be like, "This is what like I'm talking about freedom." Like, yeah, they just whoop people up. He was like insane. He was an insane clown. <laughs> 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 but he rolled alone. Yeah. But he did in a weird car. The it's insane so clown posse are going out to wrangle the, this clown. The disgruntled clown, by the way. <laughs> two minutes of his two-hour act is about being a clown. The, what do you mean? Everything else is about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> may, maybe two minutes is about being a clown. <laughs> but he has the full clown makeup. He gets big balls behind him and a whole setup that all weird carnival never again address it's insane it's insane oh, wow. and I, I that's why I made a point of like oh he's in town like we gotta go see the disgruntled clown oh my god you and, just sold him some tickets and uh I, I just you know saw it once and then uh live I mean I was a huge comedy fan like Bill Hicks and David Cross uh and Patton Oswalt all like maybe three four years prior that was when I was getting into it and then mm-hmm. it was like I did it and it was like life changed literally yeah. after that said rain cloud gone like it was like it was like a Ciel- uh, oh not Cialis what Zoloft Zoloft <laughs> commercial when Sarah Silverman talks about her depression going away like after when she I don't know if you read her book The Bedwetter it's yeah. actually really really good and yeah. she talks about this like when she stopped being depressed and it was like gone like just it just happened hmm. and uh, it's like i've still got residual like boy this world kind of sucks like but it's like completely different like uh, learning to appreciate life and like i'm excited about mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and it was like did it three more times wait it what it, when it went away like <clears throat> yeah it was like it was like a very like me <laughs> it was after <laughs> it was after stand-up somebody snapped in front of my face <laughs> and, then and then uh wait you got off stage and you felt no longer depressed it, it was like an okay set yes wasn't great wasn't bad and uh and then the next two times it was like I got so excited. I was writing all the time, and it was like very in your face, like, you know, trying to change people's minds, but I had no idea, no opinions yet. Right. And, uh, but I was like, oh my God. And I dropped out of college and then moved to DC, Virginia to be like, start doing it. And then it was like every day for five years. Like, really? Just like this. People this, love this, this story. This, this. And then I moved out here like three years ago. So it's seven all together. Ah, what a great story. <clears throat> Tell me about the first time you jerked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do a bit about it. Because <laughs> it was like accepting my atheism with jerking off also. Uh-huh. It was like, God, like just like laying in bed with a rock hard erection. Yep. And just like, been there. <laughs> <laughs> and like not touching it. And then being like, grabbing my dick violently and being like, there's no God in this. <laughs> you had to clear. I had to be like, literally, like, there, no. Really? <laughs> Nothing bad will happen. I was like scared, like, that, like, something, like, something would happen. Like, mm-hmm. I'd feel a change. Mm-hmm. I did, in a way. <laughs> like, yeah. the best feeling I've ever had. <laughs> what if, like, a little, a little flag with a bang? Oh, I'm actually a girl. <laughs> <laughs> or a flag that says there is a god <laughs> there on it. No! <laughs> <laughs> kind of as easy. Well! Uh, so you jade it, and then you were in. In it to win it. In it to win you it. You became sexual. Oh, yeah, then it was like... 
go to like adult video stores and like go, you know, like buy porn and like just bring it to my friends and be like, look at this fucking pussy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then it's like, that's why I talk about porn and just sex so much in my act is like <laughs> so much. I mean, I try and bring some sort of like smart, smart, interesting angle, like, sure. you know, observational, but about thing, like a true observation. Right. Um, kind of like, I don't really like Jim Norton that much. Cause it's like, it's like filthy for the, I hate to say it filthy for the sake of filthy where it's kind of like, aren't I disgusting? And I'm kind of like, we're all disgusting. Mm-hmm. But here's an observation about, like, this thing that happens when you're being disgusting. Mm-hmm. You so know? You're, you're doing your own version of disgusting. Yes. <laughs> but then when did you, when, when are we losing the old virgin? <sighs> hmm. It would be so interesting that if you were like, really to nope. happen. <laughs> Pete, will you take yes, me through this? Gladly. <laughs> Just um, two cheese sticks I'd, emerging. I, um... Not soon after. I mean, like, or sorry, uh, soon after jerking off. Not long after. Not long after. Sorry, I said it wrong. No, um, <laughs> I'm not. Here I did to... my life wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started dating this girl, and I mean, like, within like. Was that the girl two that weeks? broke your heart? No. Okay. That was another girl. Because that there's smart money that said that could have been the but girl. But that was like literally. Okay, so I was held back. I'm gonna get the times wrong. All right, but mm. the basic sentiment is there. Mm-hmm. It was like. A month or two. Okay, let's say three months before the end of high school, mm-hmm. jerking off, right? Mm-hmm. Really late, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is totally joking about it all the time, my friends and stuff. And then it's like jerking off and then maybe two weeks before the end of high school, got a girlfriend, end of high school, literally like graduated, fuck. And then it was like every day. For like two years <laughs> we, like, with that girl, sex. yeah, I was like, it was like a year and a half. I have have a lot of sex, and um, so it's like I really caught up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and then okay, this is I love I love your comedy story. It sounds like a superhero origin story. Sad, 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 sad. <laughs> the Superman cry a lot, <laughs> but like the the the, <laughs> the idea that you're like coming to where you belong, which is something that Gerard said. I, I mean, you haven't probably gotten there. I think that's. I try and not mystify things and, you know, go like – I do. Calling, you know, or like <laughs> no other no other way. But I will say it's what happened and it is what like took me out of it. Now, it could have been so- – something else could have happened. You know, mm-hmm. I could have found some other life purpose. I'd like to think it – you know, comedy is like the one thing I could do, you know, or it's like the one thing I'm truly good at or mm-hmm. excel at. You know, I mean – because I was. I was – I'm terrible at everything else. You know what's funny is uh, is uh, I often will quote some of the hammier uh, – I okay, not Hampton. Uh, the hammier jokes. The, uh, <laughs> I love a good hammy joke. Your opener. I I um, lo- okay. You're talking to someone that's very different from you. Okay, which is fine. Which is great. Yeah, which is why I'm happy you're on the show. You. But I I know and I appreciate you very much. And I don't disagree with anything you're saying. But like when I like for example uh, Tony Robbins, who I have always been unapologetic about enjoying Tony mm. Robbins. Not oh, I am like addicted to. Like watching Tony Robbins. Really? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching people that I don't agree with, and ah. or no, no, I'm serious. And, and Patton kind of clued me into that through an interview where he was just like, "Nothing makes your argument stronger than watching the people that you don't necessarily agree with, but you can tolerate listening to." Right. And just like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you learn? Yeah. Every person's side. It's interesting to the thing. So anyway, go on. No, Sorry. no, no. I, I, that's great. I'm trying to get you to talk. I, I talk all the time. <laughs> but the thing that I was saying uh, was. Uh, he says one of the keys to happiness is to believe that you do have a calling. 
And and he he's one of those guys. He's a big conditioning guy. He's a big mm-hmm. like you can fake it and be like I'm meant to be a comedian. Me Hampton Young. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's one of the the corners of happiness. Like he doesn't call them that. I'm just saying you're filling in your own contentment. And I, so why fight against that? What's the downside to manipulating some of your software, interpreting things a little bit differently? Well, I would say like with. Uh I think it was Maya Angelou, she has a poem, A Dream Deferred. (laughs) And it's kind of the idea, the sentiment behind it is like, isn't it worse to have like a dream and then like, what's worse, never doing your dream or doing like a weird fucked up bad version of your dream? Isn't that more torturous? Yeah. I believe that is the sentiment. It's back from early high school. Yeah. um, And I kind of agree. Like I'd rather not. So in other words, with say comedy and it's like going, comedy is my calling. And then... You know, like, I am hitting kind of a wall with stand-up where I'm now, like, seven years in, right? And this is about the time where it's like, better start doing some TV if you want to be the guy who's doing comedy clubs, Mm. if you want to be doing this. I'm making a living through, like, creative consulting, writing. That's what I'm doing. And I see the pathways there. I'm like, I could just be that guy. If I don't fuck up and I just do my job and I'm good to people, I could do that till the fucking day I die. Mm -hmm. Because it's funny enough it is creative enough and it's money enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then it's like it say but my if my thing is like comic, comedian, you know what I mean? Then I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking up. I'm doing mm-hmm. a version of my thing. Whereas I think it's just really good to just be like, life, open doors. It's a bunch of open doors and it's like I can do this and be happy. I can do this and be happy. I can do this and be happy. You know what I mean? Instead of uh like you've written for TV. What if you were told right now yeah. you can only – the only way you'll ever make money with doing comedy is writing shows. But if you try and just be a stand-up yeah. from now on, that will never happen. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, I'd take the TV writing job. You'd take the TV writing. But would you be like depressed about it? I would be frustrated about it. Mm. What is your Some, answer? Well, I mean – I like I'm trying to get to a place Me I'm a, trying to get to a place emotionally where I'd be like that's good too. I understand you know what that, I mean? and that's great. That's great. And you know what a lot of the TV writers I work with they do say this is good too. I I know and I it's it feels like weird to be like but you it's know, not enough. But, uh, well, okay. <laughs> it feels well doesn't it? No it does I suppose. Yeah. But you know who me in a writers room reminds me of? You in high school. <laughs> Getting beat up? No, you in high school <laughs> standing up and orating, and you in high school oh, breaking really? a light and stuff. Like, I would, uh, and uh, you know, when I hear about Conan in the writer's you, room. You'd have too much energy. I didn't disrupt. Mm-hmm. I was good, and I am good, and I may, you know, do that again, hopefully for my own stuff, but it's kind of like uh, I am pent up, I'm wound up, and I need to perform, and I need to get on stage. Interesting. So I, I would always do stand-up for no money. Because it's like we, we qualify success with money, right? Like that is largely – that's just society. Even right. if you don't believe that, you also blend into like, well, I understand how society works, and that is how society qualifies success. So it's like – you know what I mean? Like if we could just go – I just need to perform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you then, my God, you could just do open mics. Right. How stress-free would that be? Right. You know what I mean? But it's like the actual reality is you're like, not only do I have to do this, I have to do it well and make my living well, okay. from that. But it's interesting. Once once you stop worrying about money, you, and you look at a guy like Ricky Gervais, right? He doesn't care about money. Sure he, he does He created the office. Uh, but he then wants what, – what are the needs that are really behind money that money is kind of masking? You want your passion – 
you want someone to love, and you want respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yes, I think if you were like, you can write for TV and not do stand-up, I would say I'd rather manage a CVS and keep doing stand-up. That's true. Wow. Sure. <gasps> if you can't do stand-up ever, you kill so, it. But the, uh, No, it's so interesting. Because <laughs> I, I, You know what, though? I mean, I, I'm... I would love to just applaud you right now. Because <laughs> it's like, that's the fucking balls. That's the balls that got me into stand-up. When I was well, starting out, the like first five years was like, only stand-up. If yeah. someone was like, do you want to be an actor? No, fuck you. I want to be right. in stand-up. And then it's like, six years into it, you're like, oh, the only people who are headlining are people who have who've been on shows. Right. You know, and well, the only way they get through that is meeting people. To, so it opens all these I get doors that. just by necessity. It's so I'm weird. talking about the thing that, that uh, ministers to me most directly is doing stand-up. It soothes me and it makes me a better person. It makes me feel better, most directly, better than anything else. You're also talking to somebody who believes very, very deeply in diversifying, that I don't even like being called a comic. I like being called a comedian, even <laughs> though – Stand-up is, is, you know, my bread and butter. <laughs> if you've been like, I don't like being called a comedian. I like being called a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> That's my term. While, while a woman's kicking me in the yeah, That just gets me up. <laughs> just gets me going. Just, you know, pee on me the in the shower. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, I believe in diversifying and I love acting. I love doing sketch and I love writing and all that sort of stuff. But the great thing is, is we don't have to live in this world with this fantasy scenario. You can do whatever you want. And what you're doing right now if you're consulting – that's a skill that will never go away. I do things sometimes like I haven't done a VH1 talking head show in a long time, but I will do an interview or something mm-hmm. and I'll realize that I'm using a skill that I learned then. Oh, okay. It all it's all perpetual motion. Everything is rolling into itself. So whatever you're doing in the service of comedy will be added to the mosaic of who you are. So and I like, feel it's, it's, a good like thing. it's also like life skills are the same way where it's like if you start applying different ways of um like analyzing things, you know, in your regular life, like mm-hmm. it will also go into comedy, you know. Yeah, you know, that's like true. it's just growing as a person. Yep. You know, and it's funny because I feel like I'm almost contradicting myself from earlier when I said like I don't feel like people change. Yeah. And it's like I do feel like you have like the same basic, you know, way about you, but I feel like you definitely can like change how you move in that direction you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. you're still going north but you're instead of a motorcycle you're taking a car <laughs> right, a car, right you're taking a jet you know what i mean yeah but you're pete holmes you're gonna be pete holmes till the day you die yeah. and i'm sorry pete there's just nothing we can do <laughs> <laughs> i was a little but annoying right now yeah, you're yeah. getting in a rocket sled oh, <laughs> and you're doing okay. really well for yourself yeah. I was just saying that to my therapist today was I was like, I'm getting in a position right now where in my work, I have to be, it takes emotional energy for Mm -hmm. me to make sure you, Hampton, know that I like you. So if you pitched me an idea, right, and you, let's say we're working on a a thing together and you're like, Pete, I have an idea for you and Mm -hmm. I have to be like, I don't like it. It's not that I hate it. Mm -hmm. I just, it's not right. So I'm like, I want to write a movie about a rocket ship. And then I'm like, and then you're like, what if we call it rocket cocket? And it's just wrong. Yeah. Here's what I would normally do. And this is how I am in life. I would go, oh, Hampton, thank you so much for coming up with an idea. I I really appreciate that you took the time to vocalize it. And I I know you're coming from a good place. I just don't think rocket cocket is right. Right. And what I just did was burned off some of my fuel, the fuel in my soul, the fuel that keeps me going Uh at a core level to make sure you're okay with something that I could have just been like, no, 
You know what I mean? And is that frustrating to you? What it is is what I'm learning professionally I hope to then take into my personal life, meaning stop wasting energy where you don't have to. Like being overly nice, being overly explanative. You feel like being nice is like a negative to your career basically? No. Pete, what you're saying. No, no, no. no. What I'm saying is I'm I'm wasting energy – uh, when I don't need to be, and okay, well, let's. I mean, in let's my work, I'm the... more decisive than I am. If I'm sure when you're I'm, singular and you're by yourself, right? if I go out on a date with a girl, <laughs> it I, is business. It's business. <laughs> no, no, no. I am after that puss. I that can't. black puss. <laughs> Did I mention I only date black women? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The Grand Wizard wants what it wants. <laughs> 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 no, if I go on a girl, uh, go on a girl. <laughs> daddy, daddy yeah. just made went. Hammy yo yo almost spit out his Fiji brand water on that one. I, if I go out with a girl, uh, uh, I can't even um, entertain the. I couldn't ever say, even if I just go out with her once, I couldn't even be like, she's not that pretty. I couldn't even say that. Because I will censor and I'll try and be nice and I'll expend all this energy. When why not just be like, she's not the prettiest person to me. Like, that's not mm-hmm. really my type. There's nothing wrong with that. So just be who you are. Not in a cruel way. Not, yeah. not to you know, her. The funny thing is just to like, yourself. But you have to acknowledge that that's just not how society's going to let you be. I'm People talking about, are not going to I agree. That. I agree with that. And I'm, I'm kind of just talking to myself. You know what I mean? Yes, the way that I'm being decisive. You're letting yourself know. You're doing this to be nice, but you don't have to be doing right, this. Right, right, like, right. At least when you're talking okay. to yourself, just that's be like, hey, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. You're not a bad person. Yeah, I mean, that's so interesting. And I'm I mean, doing that professionally, and then I hope that my professional decisiveness will inform my personal decisiveness just privately. Because in the mm-hmm. room, if you say, call it rocket cocket, and I think that's stupid, I don't say that's stupid. I just say no. Or I, or I don't acknowledge you at all. It's you just go like, oh, my God, that's like so – Yeah. That is like the worst feeling. You've had that when you like pitch something and the person just doesn't say anything. Yeah. And you're just like, can I kill myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right My now? Ne- new pitch, I kill myself. <laughs> when was the second time you um, tried to kill yourself? In a, mm, I don't think there was any hard attempts after that. But you did think about it. I mean, yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Really? God, you seem like so jolly. I want to chase you with a wet people towel. People always say that. And you know what? The funny thing is, is like, I've learned to accept my life is like, I'm just not going to have answers for people on a lot of things. Yeah. It's like, I just feel how I feel. And it's like, yeah, like I am a depressed person, but it's like, I hope no one's like, well, let's not give him any, you know, comedy uh, yeah. things because this guy's a loose cannon. But it's like. I feel like it's no, just how are I. Are kidding me? Well, everybody, no. everybody feels a little bit of how you're feeling. I think you're just. That's probably feeling... something I've never uh, said. What you just said. What I just said, which is like a, a kind of a fear. It's like if I let people know how truly just like sad yeah. I am sometimes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that they'd be like, let's not give them anything because uh, then that guy will waste it. No. I honestly don't think that's one of the mm. things. And I, I tend to be a little bit cruel in my brain. Mm-hmm. If you're a drunk. Or a huge stoner, just like a crippled stoner, sure. or somebody who, <laughs> a crippled person. You no, know, I just mean crippled <laughs> with your weed addiction, or somebody who bails a lot. These are things that I wouldn't yeah. want to work with. Yeah. Dishonest. Yeah, going back to your commandments. Well, you know, I, I feel <laughs> no, and you know what? But, I, tr- but I try. I try and be. Sometimes? I try and be incredibly honest. Sure, I really do, and I think uh, I've been that way t- right now. You sure have. But it's like, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Those are like. 
you know, far worse traits. But, but you, you know, think- like, I feel like people would be like, like, I have I have this real fucked up problem I have right now, <laughs> and I wish to God I could stop. But, like, someone who I respect will be like, that was great. Yeah. Great job. And I'll be like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I just fucked it up. Right. And it's so gross. It's yeah. the worst thing. I, if I've done that to anybody who's listening, I super apologize. Yeah. It's just like I literally can't let you have that because it's like – But is that how you feel? You really feel like you fucked it it's up? It's like I don't need you to, to let me know. And, and it's not in a mean way, but it's just like – Look, you had nothing to do with this. Like, I, I am going to suck. I'm going to do well. It's, it's going to go all over the map. But like, that sounds like, like you letting me know that. Just like, it's just extra information, and it's like that sounds like sometimes ma- it sucks. Buddy. Maturity. I, you could just mm, say thank you and keep. I think that I to just yourself. did it the other night to Kyle Canaan, where he was like, oh, "You're really good." And I was like, "Yeah," and I was like. Uh, no, that's I suck. I suck a lot of times. Don't worry. Like, don't. Oh, worry. really? It's bad. Don't I worry. don't know, man. There's, there's a certain. And dis- if you didn't say that, and I'm misquoting you, I'm sorry. Chicago. I believe you have said that to me at least once. There's Kyle. a certain dissatisfaction <laughs> that I think is required to excel in anything. And I think if you if yeah. you dissect any successful person on some level, they're kind of trying <laughs> to be better, and they're also remembering a bad one. You know, forget, oh, you think so? forgetting that you've ever not fucked up is not really going to get you anywhere. Remembering that you fucked up, not necessarily dwelling on it and being depressed about it, but, you know, learning from it and analyzing it and, and having a little bit of maturity going, there's good ones and there's bad ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, as much exactly. as I think I- that is and it, it is like the way I I feel like, you know, it's and I I've certainly not the first person who came up with this was like you learn a lot more from a bad set like you learn more. Mm-hmm. And I just go. If I crushed it, say, and I just did my material, and then I go, what have I learned? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, it's so f- I knew those jokes worked. It's so funny. Last night I was at the improv, and I closed. Ugh, bragging. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the improv, and at the end, I, I was riffing a lot, and I said, and it was great, you know, for me, and I said, uh, well, let's end with a new one. Otherwise, I won't have learned anything. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, I'm not going for wow, but I'm glad to get no, a wow. but it's true. But it was just like I need to get some sort of it's intel a wow out of, of this. Truth. Like, wow it's truth. Like, it's so it's so true. And then, my God, how great do you feel when you do a new bit as your ending joke yeah. and it does yeah, fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just want to go high five the fucking sun. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You just want to fucking the new album on Africa. Oh, <laughs> you just want to oh, let it fly. Oh my, is this manna? <laughs> uh, Bible reference. <laughs> Keeping it white and flaky. Fertile crescent. That's, that's a pussy. <laughs> Madagascar? I don't know. <laughs> Can you stop coming on us? I got nothing. Rainbow wigs. <laughs> Rainbow wigs? Madagascar. <laughs> very, very good. I'm addicted to that. What about uh, relationships? Are you dating ladies now? Oh. You don't have to be specific, but uh, I, I'm often interested yeah. in people's relationships. Me and, uh, me and Aparna Nantrola, do you know her? I know Aparna. Yeah, we, She's a comedian. Yeah, we've been together five years. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I, We I, totally I, fucked. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Like I love it when people just speak comedy language, and it's like you knew the opening was there. Yeah, and you yeah, just did yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's so great. I cock fingered her. <laughs> oh, well, now, now. I feel like you're now, using you're my not bit. speaking my lingo. <laughs> uh, we've been together. I mean, you know, uh, oh. we we were kind of secretive at the beginning, but like we've been together five years. We're pretty serious. We live together. You know, we're like a serious relationship. Yeah. 
And um, where where is she at comedy wise? Are you in similar places? Same. She I think she's doing better than me. Yeah. She gets like a million things. Like people are just like, can you submit to my show? Can you submit to this? Like, yeah. You know, like she's asked for way more stuff. Yeah. So something's about to click for her. Mm-hmm. Like it just fucking has to. Mm-hmm. Like she's so goddamn funny. Mm. And uh, so yeah, we, I I'm totally happy. With her, uh, we we're very much in love. Oh, and uh, you know, I I love dating a comic. It's like yeah. the best. Hey. I I could never go back. Hey Hampton, <laughs> what's up? Fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Mm. No, I'm teasing. It's actually the phrase "I'm very much in love" makes me, <laughs> makes me, makes me uh, melt a little bit. Oh, sorry. That's a yoga term. Feel your are you shoulders are you melt. doing okay? You're in a relationship. <laughs> You're in a relationship, right? No, I'm not. I'm single. I thought you said something. Oh, on stage where you're like, my girlfriend. Do you oh, sometimes that's because forget in, that no, you're no, not no. in a relationship Here's anymore? what I do. Here's what I do. Sex for Sleep is a, is a – I wrote when I was with uh, Jamie Lee, my, my, my comedian's uh, girlfriend. I kind of felt that way. Isn't that funny? And when I think about that joke, I have to like remember my old uh, bedroom and stuff. It, there's not like a sex bit about right, her. Right. It's just kind of like about an observation at that time. And yeah. then uh, – oh, where was I going with that? Oh, so I say at the top of the bit – it, but it's you know it's hard to decipher and it's not really important for me uh, to make sure make sure the ladies <laughs> know I'm available, <laughs> which some comedians really do. They yeah. close. I'll close with this. I'm single. I love to drink. Anonymous sex is my favorite. You guys have been great. Uh, I just say. If it comes up in a chunk, I'll, I'll talk about what it feels like to be single. But when I do the sex for sleep bit, I say, I don't have a girlfriend, but when I did, I'll wake up. I must have missed that one quick line. It's, it's, and I say it quickly. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely don't know, you know, like everything about relationships. Like sometimes I, like we're kind of together and we're in love, but it's like I go, is this how it's supposed to be? Like I have no concept. And mm. my – uh, relationship um, uh, sorry my relationship uh, text let's say my parents mm. it's like completely fucked up yeah real off and it's grid. like I don't like I don't see a lot of great relationships so I am a little like I, I think divorce is like totally natural and like totally fine I have a bit about that I have a bit about fucking everything mm. but, the, but like I'm just so at peace with like people like we were together and now we're apart and we're totally fine with each other mm-hmm. like so we're together I love her and uh, I said that with a stutter. <laughs> and uh, no, but I show. don't feel like you know, like I'm better than a person who's not in a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like that is kind of an implied thing that sometimes people always get like right. well, he's in the relationship and like he thinks he's got it all I'm figured complete. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like no, no. I think it's very much like we're two individuals going on a very like um, weird life, you know, journey of like discovering. What you know makes us tick because comics are very internalized, right? And it's like we're sharing this together, but it's like it's just as much as somebody single, like just figuring out their life, you right? Know? Like, there's no well, I'm interested in the way that, like, we're talking about that with the sex stuff is that mm-hmm. that is like that need is interesting to me. I like exploring the need of companionship, I like mm-hmm. feeling that intense loneliness on some days and that extreme freedom on other days. You know, in yeah. a weekend, Saturday yeah, feels like horrible. Sunday feels <laughs> like I'm the king of the world, you know? Yeah, I think the trick to a good relationship certainly is to never feel like – well, not never, but just it's not a common feeling of just like, I need my space. Yeah. You know, like that is kind of bad because it's like – Well, you guys probably get space if you're you want it, Yeah, exactly. You just give the person space. Yeah. They're not supposed to want it. You just give it to them. Right. Like a lot. Uh, so often I'm out doing a show and someone's like, where's the barn? I'm like – 
I don't know. She's doing a show or something. Like, right. She, I don't, I'm not her keeper. She, right, right, right. We, we stay together because we want to be together. Right, right, right. But like, we elect to I, be together. I ask her at the beginning of the day, and I just have bad memory, but I'll be like, just, uh, what's like your rough schedule? Just so, like, Right. You when know, am I we don't do you? we don't do inconsiderate things. Say, right, right, you know, right, right. like uh, you know, order dinner and What's the person your rough schedule. <laughs> it's my birthday. Okay, <laughs> I will see you like, at the spot. Order dinner and like not get the person something when they're right. like, oh, I was going to be home. Right. You know, like something right, like right, that. Right, you right. Know, like that's sweet. I, I'm always like I'm big into like food, and I'm always like, "Oh, are you gonna want something later?" Like I'm always uh, like, I just can't wait to get some good food dishes because then I can have some of hers, and it uh, makes me happy. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're a sweetheart. I can tell you, son of a bitch. <laughs> you cockfinger. Good for you, man. Well, this, this has been really nice. Let me see if I. Oh, I had one final question for you. Do you remember the? Let's, this is what I like reading my notes at the end. I wrote down money and religion. These look a little manic. Oh, that is funny because that is actually like for my new hour. I'm just like money, religion. Ah, like, you know, it's like it's very serious like, stuff. Uh, I'm all I'm the silliest guy on stage. Yeah. But it's like You're I always wanted it. to be those guys. Going I always for the wanted. jugular. Well, it's funny yeah. to see a, a silly guy be. Uh, well, Bill Hicks was silly. I know. Exactly. I just <laughs> fuck you. Everyone. You can be every, anything and everything. Hey, I mean, I just wrote comedy. <laughs> <laughs> was what was the other thing? Uh, was it comedy? 14? L.A. I think. L.A. When did I move down? No, nineteen. You jerked off. Okay. When J off. That's what that means. J- this J- was J- your suicide note. I drew it. <laughs> uh, this was here before, but yes, it looks like Popeye to me. It looked kind of like uh, a squirrel. To and me. then I do you re- <laughs> do you remember the last time the hardest you laughed in all your life? Yes, I do. Oh, what a great way! to I end got this. so excited oh, when good. you brought that up. It's a fun question. You know Gary, Gary Gullman started this trend. <laughs> On the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was the hardest you ever laughed? I was in a pool, and uh, I made my friend Ern throw up okay. from laughter. Okay. I remember. It was two times. I'm going to put them at the top, mm. but it was all in the same weekend. It okay. was Bridgetown, like three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I love laughing. Well, I mean, maybe there was like there was one joke in The Simpsons that I've always been like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. You what know was what it? It, it? Remember when um, after after Maude Flanders had died, yep. and then uh, Ned builds that theme park, Praise Land, yep. and then there's like the floating mask yep. goes up by yep. the statue, and then Chief Wiggum goes, what's that floating mask? You want me to kill everyone? <laughs> and he's like, Nah, I just can't. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. That as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck?" It still makes me laugh. Like I was like gasping, just like, "What a fucking great like miracles happening." Fuck you. Like just like so I laughed so. I was like slamming the table as a kid. I so vividly remember it. Just running around the room like it's an Apollo comedy, just running up and down the aisles. Like, oh fuck it. What's that floating mask? You want me to kill everyone? What's that, what's that floating mask? You want me to kill everyone? You want me to shoot everyone? Because right before that, everyone's going, it's a miracle. It's yeah, a yeah, miracle. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes close on Wiggum. <laughs> what's oh, that? What a, he kind of ruins it yes. for everyone. What a brilliant... <laughs> he calls it, he calls it floating mask. What's that floating mask? <laughs> you want me to uh, kill everyone? <laughs> I'm that was the, I, I, I just want to suck the fucking cock of the writer who wrote that. Yeah. Like it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Dana Gould. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. That's that. another thing. I've I've like really tried to refrain from being just like, you wrote the sentence. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, when I'm yeah, around yeah. him. Uh, so uh, the uh, that Bridgetown weekend, Duncan Trussell. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah I cried, laugh, cried yes. laughing. Why? I mean, 
<laughs> never, ne- never has someone planned something that then made me cry laughing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So dad uh, fell down the stairs, cry laughing. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is he did Lil, <laughs> Lil Hobo. I haven't seen Lil Hobo. Oh my god! It, and I'm pissed. Like I don't know him at all. You yeah. know what I mean? But I'm like pissed that like I've heard he lost Little Hobo and he can't do the bit anymore. Wait, it's a puppet? It's a puppet. And he did this fucking thing where he did a, a, a ventriloquist doll. Hey, you're my Little Hobo! And then like, he's like, whoa, Little Hobo, hey! And then like, and then he's doing this kind of bad, you know, thing back and forth. But I mean, I'd never seen it before, so I didn't have any way to contextualize it. And it was like, uh, Little Hobo then, he's like, whoa, like, uh, are you a little boy? or He's like, no, I'm like – it's hard to remember. He goes like, I'm like this dead relative of yours. <laughs> Something like that where he's like, I'm a dead person inhabiting this doll. So it's like, OK, so he's not done doing a ventriloquist thing. By the way, it's like perfect. It's like perfect ventriloquism. And then it's like – Wait, he's good at it? Well, I'll reveal. So he's doing the perfect ventriloquist thing and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? And then basically, are you so are you up in like heaven and talking to me? And he's like – no, I'm in hell. And basically, <laughs> fucking, that's when I realized, like, oh, it's all a pre recorded thing that he's fucking doing absolutely pinpoint perfect. Yeah. Where it was like, you thought, it was this back and forth. And I thought he was fucking ventri- doing yeah, a ventral yeah, yeah. act. And, um, the voice gets so fucking scary and the lights start going like crazy. <laughs> and then, like, scary, just like, <laughs> and then that goes, of souls dying and uh and it was about like how he's really an aborted fetus like inhabiting this doll and then the doll then possesses duncan so then the doll is doing a ventriloquist bit with duncan as the doll and making him do jokes and his eyes are like rolling around it's the fucking i was holy shit it's the funniest fucking thing i love it when somebody goes that extra fucking mile and made something happen it's like dude you planned this and bravo bellissimo you are a gentleman and a scholar so that that was the funniest no, thing I'm, in hell. I'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of not getting it completely right but like that you got the basic oh of my god brilliant I it's br- and it's so up his alley right yeah of it's course so it's perfect, perfect. It's so perfect and oh. then uh, later on that weekend i saw ron lynch who uh-huh. i've always loved and he's great uh but then he did this basic thing was like somebody and i've always had this theory too it's like somebody just basically screaming the tone of comedy mm-hmm. but not saying any words mm-hmm. <laughs> and then kind of going around the stage and just like looks like a maniac yeah and it was so sustained and so perfect. Wait, he, I, I, what would it sound like? He was like, oh "Boy, I couldn't, I couldn't do it." And let me really this mic back when it'd be like, and so going around the, you know, pointing to people, doing the perfect like motioning out, driving, and doing like all of the perfect like. This asshole behind me is honking, but he's just screaming, and it's so sustained and so like never. It was so pinpoint perfect, and he just uh, people literally, and I'm not joking around, started smashing glasses against the ground, laughing. What? They were like, ah! like losing their mind, like 
Bible Belt revelations. Or he's just like, what the fuck? Like, he like tore a curtain down and just like, people were like, oh, I'd never literally heard a room. That was the first time I'd ever seen a room reverberate with just like the pure force of like comedy, uh. laughter, appreciation. Uh. I've seen it since, but just like, but never made me laugh quite that much. But yeah. like, holy shit. And that wow. was just like amazing. Uh, what a gift to leave us with. What a gift. <laughs> You're that, a gift. You're a gift. You're a gift, Petey. <laughs> Hammy yo-yo. Petey hello. Thanks for doing the show, man. This was fantastic. I really appreciate it. We went in with nothing. And look, look what we did. <laughs> look what we look what we stumbled on. Yeah, you're and great. we didn't know each other really, and no. I find that so interesting that you. Asked I knew you to I do knew it. you were funny, and I and and, and every I, quite a few people had asked you to do it. They were like, you should get Hammy Yo Yo. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, I actually, but I, I <laughs> you know, I don't really go on that. And then we did we we were doing more and more shows, and you know, being different from you, I'm kind of like, oh. It seems to me that I'm supposed to have Hampton Young on the show, <laughs> and then I did. Do you mind if I promote something real quick? Please. Can I? Yeah, I but do uh, have when, a... When you're done, would you say keep it crispy, so merge that into the... Yeah. yeah okay. I feel like a complete whore, but I would no, be like a fool not to take advantage of your Come on. great thing. Yeah. I have a free comedy album for donation. Hey. Uh, sorry, it's a donations accepted, yeah. but it's on my website, HamptonYunt.com. Mm. Free hour-long comedy album. Really? I'm super proud of it, super Fantastic. happy. Had it for three years. Ready to just get it out there. Take it for free if you want. Donate great. if you want it. It's I been great. <laughs> That's awesome, man. HamptonYunt.com. Keep it motherfucking crispy. Motherfucking crispy, Watch that floating mask. Keep it crispy. Watch that floating mask. Keep it crispy. Hammy yo yo. Thanks for doing it, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.